What's going on, everybody? I'm back. Thank you so much for your patience. Hope you had a good Christmas and a good New Year's. Today, I have a bunch of topics I want to talk about. I want to talk about Trump saying he wants to build a new FBI building. Uh, other stuff, Marxist Cuban, as I call him, Mark Cuban, Tucker versus Shapiro. Conservative women showing off online, starting a lot of controversy, showing their body. Got an opinion about that and a few other topics. God bless you guys. Dreamer podcast starts now. It's going to be a mega New Year show. And then I'm going to enjoy my New Year's like you. Hopefully this is a good part of it or a good part of your 2023 before it ends. God bless you. Dreamer podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. Yeah. What's going on Facebook? What's going on YouTube? I'll wait a few for everybody to get in. And then I have about six topics I want to talk about. Happy New Year. We got Abnormally Goza. Don't know what that means. Richard Wayne, Joni, Michael. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for being here. And uh, New Year, new energy. Yeah. This is the time of year where you uh, set goals that you don't you know, live up to. I want to be a bodybuilder and run a four-minute mile, but no, I'm just kidding. God bless everybody, and hopefully you got some good plans that you stick to this year. But I always have uh, big dreams on, on January 1st. January 10th, you know, a, a few of the dreams fall away. But um, let's start the show. So I was on a cruise with my mom. I, I spent vacation. I, I, I think I was away for like two or three weeks. I saw all my family. I tried to see everybody. And I went back for Thanksgiving this year, which I normally don't do to surprise my mom and my family. So a lot of family time these last two months. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Don't care how much money I lose doing that. Um, it's always a good time seeing my family. And I think because I have a flexible schedule, I like to do that since I live far away. If I only see them like once a year, time flies by. So I've been flying home a lot just to see everybody. So I had a good time. Um, one thing I noticed that when I left, I didn't really use Instagram that much. I didn't post on Twitter. Uh, I just kind of watched how things were going and everything kind of just goes in a loop. Like if you take three week break from, uh, you know, I would say social media, you come back and it's like the same drama plot. I always call it Tom and Jerry because it's like, always you're chasing someone's tail and you never get there because in my opinion a lot of it's fake speaking of which i'm going to show you something that is a story that everybody's covering and i bet you that most people will not show you the second part of the story and the second part of the story explains the first part of the story and that's going to be the theme of today's show besides other things i try to give people the pieces i, cr I try to crunch the data and figure stuff out right what's the point of politics. I think a lot of people want results. They want the truth. They want a good country. Here's the problem. You can't get a good country or the truth if you're not honest with yourself. I think it's all self-awareness. If you're honest with yourself, you'll seek honesty in others. If you lie to yourself, you'll seek lies or you'll believe lies in others. And that's the problem. It's not just the left wing. They're obviously going crazy. But the right wing, in my opinion, is just becoming as bad and this is why. Here's the two parts of the story. The second one being the important part of the story that 99.999% of Republican pages won't show you because it ruins their illusion that they're actually doing something, which I've proven a thousand times in the last year. They're really not. All right, ready? So this is a, oh, sorry, hold on one second. That's preview, wrong one. So Trump said he wants to build a new FBI building. Okay. I'm not going to read his whole tweet, but everybody's saying, oh my gosh, you know, why, why are you doing this Trump? Like the FBI is persecuting your supporters. Like, why do you want to build a new building? 
not going to read the whole post because he, he says a lot of stuff about DC, but he said in a new and spectacular building, right? Everyone's going to complain about this and be like, oh my gosh, Trump, why, why would you build the FBI new building? Why do they need a new building? Here's the second part of the equation, which nobody's going to show you. It should come up on the stream. This is from 2017. Trump partner said in running to build FBI headquarters, a company that owns buildings with Donald Trump and the family of Jared Kushner is a finalist for a $1.7 billion contract to build the FBI's new headquarters. Considering that 90% of Trump supporters don't want the FBI to have a new building because it's like the whole country is falling apart. Why should the FBI get a shiny new building? Could it be that Donald Trump is just getting paid off this or his friends are getting paid off this? Like all politicians, Gavin, we know that Democrats do it. We know that Republicans do it. The problem is nobody wants to report when Trump does this stuff. I'm going to put it on the screen again because I'm just going to be talking just so you could see it. It went by pretty fast. Doesn't it seem like a pretty important part of the story? It's like everyone's on Twitter that I follow, all these like Trump supporters, they're like, why? Why does he want to build the FBI a new building when his supporters are rotting in prison because of the FBI or because of their own actions to some? Well, a company that owns buildings with Donald Trump and Jared Kushner is a finalist for a $1.7 billion contract or $1.7 billion contract to build their new headquarters. Interesting. And it's it's so funny because when I, I point out stuff like this, I've noticed most people understand it, but then some people will be like, well, what, 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 what? They, they start like freaking out. And it's like, I'm not, and my audience is not, and anybody with a brain, we don't have to believe that one side is secretly doing secret stuff when it's pointed out. Like my job is not to believe a lie because you don't want to face the truth. I'm not saying that's the only reason, but you know, if Trump's entire cabinet is the swamp, he hires Mitch McConnell's wife and pharmaceutical lobbyists. And I noticed that he took money that he never took. It's not my job to go, Duh, I wonder why he's doing it. You know, like that. I don't understand the dynamic that people do that. And then they act like I'm a bad person for noticing this stuff. It's like, just like Joe Biden sells the country out and enriches his friends, just like Gavin Newsom sells the state out and enriches his friends. Could it be pot? We know that Lindsey Graham does it. We know that 90% of the Republican Party does it. Pretty much everyone but Thomas Massey and a few others. Could it be possible that Donald Trump does it too? No. You know, it's like it's always like grown men that are like, what the, What do I do now? I don't know. Lie to yourself, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Live a lie. Is it, I don't care what you do, bro. You know, I'm 34 years old. Half the people crying in my comment section are 40 and 50. No problem with 40 and 50 year olds. I appreciate everybody. It's not an ageist channel. You know, I don't care if you're 80 years old or 18. Um, it is what it is. Like I'm doing news analysis and journalism and I just found those things interesting. If you want to close your eyes and go, herder, der, this makes me feel better. <laughs> this makes me feel better. I just don't put any pieces together and I just play fantasy land with politics. I'm going to pick my favorite politician and, and just pretend. Like, how is that? You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> how is that? The, my face is all red from covering, but how is that the solution? Like, I, I don't. They don't understand when I say this stuff and I don't understand what they're talking about. Someone, I, I retweeted something about this and I said, you know, people that haven't at least considered, I'm not saying for sure, but if you haven't at least considered that Donald Trump is in on it at this point, to me, you're just as dumb as a liberal. That's my opinion. If you haven't even considered that Donald Trump is in on it, then you kind of just look to me like liberals. Like, it's just like weird. Um, someone comments in my comment section and goes, Anomaly, you should read Mark Dice's new book. I read his book and I can't understand your post. And I'm like, 
why would I want to read a book that makes me too dumb to understand the post I just wrote? Like, aren't you supposed to read books to get smarter? You're suggesting that I read Mark Dice's book so I can't comprehend what I'm saying. It's, it's like not that hard to understand what I'm saying. I'm saying I think people should at least consider, based on all the evidence and logic and reason and common sense and statistics and data, I think that people should at least consider that Donald Trump might be in on it. Why would I read a book to not understand what I just wrote? And why can't you understand that? And why don't you go to that guy's website and you'll notice that I think over 50% of his merch is Trump merch. I think the first four or five things are Trump, Trump, like he's selling Trump merch. I don't, okay, he wrote a book and he won't tell you things that I tell you and he tells you other things. That's cool. I have no problem with Mark Dice. He seems like a reasonable guy. Like a lot of his videos, they're funny and interesting. And I consider him, you know, from what I've seen, he, he's, says some good stuff. I mean, you know, I'm sure he agrees with some stuff I say. He disagrees with some stuff I say. I don't care. But this is the response I always get. I want to show you guys this, and then I'm going to get into interesting topics. Mark, or I call him Marxist Cuban. I've been calling him that for years. Tucker versus Ben Shapiro, a lot of interesting stuff there. And then I'm excited to talk about this because it's all the rage, even though it doesn't matter that much, but it kind of does. Conservative women showing off their titties. Sorry, can I say that? It's an adult show. It's New Year's. Put the kids to bed, darn it. Um, you know, like conservative women are showing off on calendars, doing cooking videos with their titties out. And, and it's creating this whole like manosphere, left wing, right wing dynamic. And I find it fascinating. And I haven't spoken about it yet because part of me doesn't really care. Part of me does. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm excited. But anyway, um, let me just show you this sort of stuff. And here's just a few connecting the dots just to show you. And, and I, ch I challenge you. Ask yourself with what I'm about to show you. Did Charlie Kirk know this or tell you this? Did Steven Crowder know this or tell you that? Did anyone, Tim Pool? I'm not trying to compete. I'm just saying, like, I'm three, four years ahead of certain narratives, sometimes a couple of weeks, because I'm not just like a fan. You know, I'm not like Trump, 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 Trump. Like, I'm trying to analyze it, not just like play jokes. I don't know. Like, people are like, I just pretend. It's like, okay, then you'll be right a lot. But anyway, let's look at this. So, this is a tweet of mine from September 2019. Okay, this is before the pandemic. I said, medical freedom is under attack in America right now. Unfortunately, most conservatives don't care and most liberals don't realize universal health care means total government control over the health industry, which soon includes mandatory injections if both sides sleep. This is 9-8-2019. I said, medical freedom's under attack and they're going to do mandatory vaccinations soon, right? That's four months, five months before the pandemic. It's also a week before Donald Trump passes an executive order on modernizing influenza vaccines in the United States to promote national security and public health. How come no other conservatives were able to be a week ahead of the news like that? They're not even talking about Trump's executive orders because they just dick ride them. Isn't that interesting that I'm, I, I say that medical mandatory vaccines are going to come six months before the pandemic and a week before Trump passes an executive order? Here's another puzzle piece that everybody knows, but nobody wants to talk about. Um, Donald, this is 2018, by the way. Bill Gates said that Trump is super interested in the universal flu vaccine. Wouldn't you love to have the universal flu vaccine be something that really got kicked off and energized by you, said Bill Gates in 2018. Microsoft founder Bill Gates said he helped get Donald Trump super interested in a universal flu vaccine and that the president offered him a position in his administration as the White House science advisor. So... In 2018, Bill Gates says he got Trump interested in the flu vaccine. Okay, I'll get into that later because I want to show you this. This is a Trump, you know, surprising lawmakers. 
in backing some tougher gun control laws where he famously said, I like to take the guns away early, take the guns first, go through due process second. I know that seems crazy. It's an actual Trump quote. You can find the video. And before I talk about what I got cut off by myself because I made this video, the Hodge twin said, Trump's going to lose support if he doubles down on defending the FBI's new building that we are paying for. The FBI, ATF, IRS, and plenty of other three agencies need to be shut down and never opened again. Trump needs to come out and say this because he knows the truth. And I responded to this where they said Trump's going to lose support if he doubles down on defending the FBI's new building. No, he's not. He's already done 50 things crazier and more terrible than that. And nobody cares. They still dick ride him. So it's like, oh, Trump's going to be in trouble if he does this. What are you talking about? He runs like a cult at this point where nobody does journalism or reporting. I've just proven that I was able to be 10 days before Trump's executive order, six months before the pandemic. I predicted mandatory vaccines before there was a pandemic. No other conservative media was talking about this. Why? Because they don't care. I've pointed this out. The whole... 2019 executive order that Trump passed for the universal flu vaccine was something Bill Gates told him to do. Trump's working with Bill Gates. I've pointed this out. It's gotten hundreds of thousands of views on Twitter. All your favorite conservatives follow me. Maybe not all of them, but most of them do. They all know this. They just don't want to tell you for whatever. I don't understand it. It's like in their world, you guys are, you and Trump are taking on Bill Gates's agenda. In reality, Trump is working with Bill Gates and pushing Bill Gates' agenda through executive order, literally, like quite literally. Everyone knows this. Why don't they tell you? I don't know. The reason I brought all this stuff up before I move on is I'm just kind of showing it's like there's a reason I'm not just out here like making stuff up. I look at it and I include it in my analysis and everyone else blocks it out when it's not convenient to them. Like, why is Trump trying to build an FBI building? Because he's probably someone he knows is probably going to get paid for it. They're one of the finalists on the contract. Anyway, here's another interesting connection I saw. So everybody was complaining about Mark Cuban today because uh, he kind of sucks. I mean, he's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Mark Mark Cuban's like a cool billionaire. Whoa, I own a basketball team. I'm cool. I'm a, whoa, Shark Tank. Yeah, I just stole Donald Trump's idea. And I pretend like, you know, listen. If there's one thing I could say about Trump is he started The Apprentice and Mark Cuban kind of just bit his style a little bit. But Shark Tank was cool. But, you know, he's like a wannabe Trump kind of. Anyway, Mark Cuban tweet. Did he delete it? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. OK, he, he didn't. Here it is. He said today, uh, Marxist Cuban said, I wish Biden would come out and say he wants Trump on the ballot. The 14th doesn't apply. Then thank him for the playbook describing how never leaving off. I, I don't feel like re reading it, but he's crying trying to get Biden to, you know, take Trump off the ballot. Like he's he's probably like CNN brainwashed or something. He watches like CNN. He's like, why won't Biden take Trump off the ballot? Because it's an election, dumbass. He's supposed to beat him in the election, not take him off the ballot. Like, do you not know? We're saving democracy by taking him off the ballot. Dude, shut up. Anyway, everyone today is like, oh, what what's what's up with Mark Mark Cuban? It's like, if you go to my Twitter, I've been calling him Marxist Cuban, which is a nickname I made up. It's great. Thank you. I know 10 out of 10 uh, Marxist Cuban for years. He's been a scumbag and like a snake for years. But anyway, um, something that's fascinating with all this stuff I'm talking about, is like, why does Trump want to build an FBI building? And then you find out that him and Kushner's like business partner is in the running to get the one point something billion dollar contract with the FBI building. Um, Mark Cuban recently, I just searched his name because I was doing this report. And he just sold, I think, 75% of the stake in the Dallas Mavericks. Who did he sell it to? He must have sold it to somebody that's not 
the biggest Republican donor of all time, I think, and definitely modern history. Oh, wait, he did do that. Who did he sell it to? He sold it to the Adelson family, the Adelson family, Miriam. Rest in peace, Sheldon. God bless him. I heard he's, he's a nice boss. I'm not being rude or anything. You know, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible, but it's just true. The Adelson family is the biggest Republican donor. I think they gave Trump and the GOP hundreds of millions of dollars. They're like the George Soros of the right as in terms of money. In fact, they've even outspent George Soros in certain elections. That's how big of donors they are. So Mark Cuban sold 75% of his team to a Republican donor, even though he's out here spouting CNN talking points saying he gets along with this family and trusts them very much. In my opinion, it's all theater. It's all theater, folks. It's all a show. You know, pick a team, pick a side. They're all friends. They all hang out with each other. They all do business deals. Trump wants the building built so his friends can make money. This person hates this person, but they're working with this person, but he hates those policies. But it's all a joke. And who, you know, what are all the big, when people donate to the Republican Party, what do they want? One thing I have to say about George Soros, I'm about to compliment him. I know this is going to piss people off, but it's like, He's strategic in his spending as far as like if you want, I mean, if you want the country to be destroyed, he's good at it. But in general, it's like he spends a lot of money on small races that don't have a lot of competition. And that's how he's able to get a lot of these DAs in that are, you know, progressive. Um, where does the Republican Party spend their money? Where's Ronna Romney McDaniel? Where where are these big mega donors? Like how come they're not countering what he's doing? I don't know. What do they want? Right. When they give hundreds of millions of dollars to the GOP, what do they want? I don't want to say what they want because then they're going to call me anti-Semitic in the press, even though you could find videos of, uh, you know, what they're saying they want with the money. But you're not allowed to say that. You know, I say when I talk about big pharma, because that's another thing the media hates me for. I, they might as, they should start calling me anti-pharmatic, like instead of anti-Semitic, anti-pharmatic, which means like you're against big pharma. You're just hateful against big pharma. It's like, no, I just realized like millions of people are dying from fentanyl and opioids. They're like, that's anti-pharmatic. I'm like, no, that's like literally what's happening. Yeah, but but it's still a little anti-pharmatic. Oh, you don't want to get a vaccine injected in your body that they have no liability for side effects, injuries, and deaths under the PrEP Act? Oh, you're anti-pharmatic. You know, I'm helping them out. I'm creating new terms for them. Do you guys like that? I, I haven't had the, the chat up. Hopefully people are laughing. Any laughs? No. It's delayed. I know. It's a rough crowd out here. It's a New Year's crowd, you know? You, you drunks. How many drunks we got here? I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, the next the next one is um, Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson are apparently like beefing. Oh, I wanted to talk about the Tucker uh, Kevin Spacey thing. That was weird. I'll wait after this one. But Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro are apparently having like a I don't know if I'd call it a beef. Basically, Tucker Carlson went on Sager, I think his name is breaking the breaking points guy or the former breaking points guy. He does the show with Crystal Ball, I think. Um, you know, Tucker went on his show and he started talking about Ben Shapiro. And I don't want to get copyright stricken, but essentially what he was saying was, you know, I care about America. This is Tucker speaking. He's like, I love America. It's the only place I really love. And Ben Shapiro talks about a foreign country more than he talks about America these last three months as America falls apart. He didn't say Israel, but he's talking about Ben Shapiro talking about Israel every day instead of talking about America. Listen, Ben can talk about what he wants to talk about. Tucker can talk about what he wants to talk about. But the fallout from this was nuts. Like I saw a lot of DeSantis supporters on Twitter being like, oh, Tucker just hates all Jews. And I was like, that was a crazy escalation. He's literally talking about Ben Shapiro. And somehow they like turned it into like some massive anti-Semitic statement that Tucker never said. Whatever. I'm just like looking at the fallout. People are like, Ben Shapiro is so ethical. How dare Tucker Carlson say that? And I'm like, 
I mean, I guess, you know, everybody, like some people love Ben and they'll come to his defense and be like, ah, oh, Tucker's, you know, he's attacking him falsely. But here's what I think Tucker's saying, because I understand there's videos of Ben. I, I, I don't know the exact quote, but I'm going to paraphrase it. He says, basically, Israel's existence is my guarantor of my loyalty to America. So he basically essentially says, I'm loyal to America because Israel exists. And they're like, why don't you move here, et cetera. Long story short, you know, Ben obviously loves Israel. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't care. I mean, he has every right to. Why wouldn't he? I, I totally get it. But if you say Ben loves Israel, they call you anti-Semitic. You're not allowed to say that Ben likes Israel more than America. That's anti-Semitism. In fact, that definition of anti-Semitism has been passed into legislation by Trump and DeSantis. Uh, crazy, but true. Okay. Um, can you say that Ben has loyalty to America and Israel? No, that's the du dual loyalty trope, which is also anti-Semitic, even though, I mean, if you listen to Ben, it's obviously true. Most of his supporters like that about him. They're like, we love Israel. We love America. Ben likes both of them, even though it's literally factually true. Like even Ben would admit that. And everybody knows it. Even the press that calls people anti-Semitic, they'll still call you anti-Semitic for saying that Ben likes America and Israel. That's the dual loyalty trope. And that's just classic anti-Semitism. And that's also been passed into legislation by Trump, DeSantis, the GOP, and the Democrats. Isn't that interesting? So you can't say that, but that's what Tucker was saying. <laughs> I know, I'm like spilling the beans. It's like he's talking in circles. That's what he's saying, essentially. He's saying, I care about America. It's the only country I care about. I love other countries, but I'm America first. And Ben seems like he cares about a foreign country more than America, and I don't consider him a patriot. Uh, and people like Andrew Claver are like, Ben's the biggest patriot I know. Yeah, sure, Andrew. Right. Uh, but in general, you know, it's an interesting little dynamic between them. I would love to see a Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro debate. Why doesn't Ben? Ben loves debating. He debates liberals. He storms off BBC when they bring up things he doesn't want to talk about. And he runs away to a safe space. You know, Ben is, is dominates as a 38 year old man or however old he is. He dominates like 18 year old blue haired liberals that are probably on Oxycontin. But he won't debate anybody. You know, he loves talking in circles with Jordan Peterson. But he won't debate any good right-wingers. Like, where's the Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro debate? Tucker's not afraid to debate. Ben Shapiro he is famous because of his debating. Debate Tucker. Let's have a debate on America and Israel. That would be beautiful. But I don't think Ben will do it. He'll probably just hide in his corner, and everybody will just call, you know, Tucker names. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Listen, Ben has done some cool things. Tucker's done some cool things. There's weird things about Tucker, like the Kevin Spacey interview was bizarre. There's weird things about Ben. I don't care about disagreeing or agreeing with everyone on everything. They all deserve to speak their minds. Um, I just want to see a debate. So that's my take about it. Let me know in the comments what you think. Maybe I'll read a few before I move on. But my take is um, I would love to see Tucker and Ben debate about America and Israel and what it means to be America first and a patriot. Um, that would be amazing. Me personally, I tend to like Tucker more than Ben in many ways. I think Tucker's funnier. I think his monologues are way better. I do think he cares about America more, uh, you know, and he doesn't constantly cry hate speech while making a name off of saying he doesn't believe in hate speech. So I like Tucker like 10 times more than I like Ben. Doesn't mean I always agree with Tucker. Doesn't mean I think he's perfect. Doesn't mean Ben's never right. I just like them both. And I'd love to see them have an intellectual debate. And since 2019, I've been wanting to debate Ben on the topic of anti-Semitism, not you know, I know he's the expert, of course, I'm not even allowed to have an opinion. But now that the press has called me at 10,000 times and lied about me, I think I, you know, deserve to at least defend myself and speak the truth. But I don't think Ben likes to, uh, I don't think he likes to really like debate people that are more honest than him. I like, I think he likes to 
he knows how to frame it to make himself look really honest when he's not. So, you know, people will say like, oh, Anomaly, you know, you're not big enough to debate Ben. I mean, I have 1.6 million people on Facebook, um, but Tucker's 20 times or however many times bigger than me. Debate Tucker then. I don't care, you know, but he won't. Let me know what you guys think. Um, oh, by the way, I want to say that one po cool part of my cruise, a few people recognize me, which is always nice, but um, one guy from the Philippines recognized me. Shout out. His name was No, N-O-E. No, if you're here, God bless you, my brother. Uh, he came up to me. He was like, oh, are you Anomaly? And I was like, oh, they know about me in the Philippines. He's like, yeah, a lot of my... So, you know, no, keep me popping in the Philippines. We got to go. We got to go worldwide uh, in 2024. So thanks for the shout out and uh, I'm returning the favor. Keep keep my brand up in the Philippines. I'm drinking these things. I don't I'm going to hide it, the label because I don't recommend drinking. It's an energy drink. I don't always drink them, but I just got off a plane. So I need to keep my my spirits high with some caffeine. Sorry if that offends anybody. Anyway. All right. We're going to talk about conservative women showing off their titties and uh doing poses and calendars i was trying to enjoy my christmas and i logged in twitter every now and then but i didn't say anything i was like i'm gonna take a week break i don't need to talk about anything and there was this huge drama over a calendar my first thought it was like a calendar of conservative women kind of showing off for a beer that i'm not going to name because i don't want to give them any more press they don't need it um and everybody was arguing it, my, ar arguing over it because they were like, oh, conservative women aren't supposed to show off that much. This is like, you know, this is demonic. This is immoral. This is this is not Christian. My first thought was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe people are arguing about this during Christmas. You know, it's like even if you disagree with it or agree with it, it's Christmas time. You know, log off of Twitter. Enjoy your family. I'm pretty good with that. If you guys notice, I mean, I schedule posts like on Facebook. I did like hours of research and then I uh, scheduled my post for the whole couple weeks. Um, I didn't really touch any social media and I like to, you know, spend time with my family. So I was like, dude, this is crazy that conservatives are fighting over this around Christmas time. <laughs> I'm not saying you can or shouldn't, but I'm like, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt if everyone just took a took a break. Someone said still yapping about the vaccine snore. What are you like 30 minutes late or are you like the delayed guy or something? It's like. 30 minutes after I talk about it, you're like, did you just talk about that? It's like, are you, do you have dementia? Uh, anyway, God bless you though. Um, I hear my phone ring. It's like people are texting me and my, my things on. Anyway, the conservative woman thing. I'm going to start before I talk about the calendar situation and I'm not going to name her name because I don't want to start personal drama. I have nothing against her, but there's a woman, she's conservative or, or she says so. She's she's beautiful. She's got, you know, some nice old things on her. And, uh, you know, she's just like she's a very gorgeous girl. And she posted a video of her cooking. I'm going somewhere with this, by the way. I know it sounds like I'm just ranting, but I'm getting somewhere. Um, it, it was a it was a video of her cooking. Right. And it it was like vertical. And basically, like more than three fourths of it were just like her titties. Like if, if you know, I'm I do like I understand art and how it things line up like i mean it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out like what's in the middle what's in your face it was like 80 percent titties and like she was cooking like a a cake or something but um the cake was like off the screen it was like half off the screen and her and she had like just like a normal shirt on but like i would say it's tight so it showed she had some big boobs and like I don't know, like 90% of guys are not going to care what you're cooking. Like I was like, I, I don't care if she's cooking banana pie or velvet. Like I'm staring, I'm looking, I'm looking at what you think I'm looking at. Cause you made the video and you know exactly what everyone's looking at. 
I don't care. I'm not here to shame her or call her any names. I'm just, it's just like, I know how videos work. It would be like if I stood up like this and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, why are you looking at that? Or, you know, or if I put my junk in the screen and I'm like, what? what? Oh, you don't care about politics? Why are you looking at my junk? It's like, well, you put it right on the screen. Like, what else? You know that. I know that. We all know that. It's okay. But it, it's it's kind of interesting to make a cooking video with a tight shirt with your titties out and then the cake's like in the bottom screen. Like, I don't know. Maybe I need more discipline and need to find God, but I'm not, I don't care what you're cooking. I don't, I don't care if you're, you know, you're putting a tire in, in the oven. You know what I'm saying? Like a Michelin man tire. I'm, I'm like, whatever, that looks good. Anyway, um, it started this whole debate. Like, should conservative women be a little more modest? You know, is it conservative? Are they playing into liberals? And the woman who baked the cake, uh, <laughs> I'm not reading the chats because I don't want to get off topic. But the the woman who, uh, yeah, I'm not naming the names, but if you follow social media, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm not like scared to say that. I just, you know, God bless this girl. I'm not trying to like start any personal drama or give her any more attention that like unwanted attention. I'm just weighing in on it. Um, you know, she's like, oh, people are mad at this. I'm going to do a cooking video with an even tighter shirt next time. It's like, okay, you'll get a lot of views and people will notice that you're hot. It's But like 10% of people are going to care about the cake. and which is okay. Just you, you know that, right? Anyway, I see this whole debate and I have an opinion about it. Just like everybody, you know, they say opinions are like blanks. Everyone's got one. First of all, I've seen this chick pop up a lot because she picks fights with like OnlyFans chicks. She's like, I'm not a slut. I would never make an OnlyFan. I'm looking for my husband. And it's like, if you, this is why I don't know. Conservatives are like so weird to me now because it's just like everything's so weird. Um, if you're going to constantly bash chicks that have OnlyFans that are like getting naked, I'm not saying you can't show off, but it's, it's like you're doing it also to some extent, just not going the full distance, which is like technically better. But you're, you know, you're not like a trad wife. If you, I'll give you an example. Like if I want to make a cooking video and I want people to focus on the cake, I'm going to dress modestly and like make the cake like in the middle. If I want people to notice how jacked I look, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to wear short shorts, my things. If I want people to look at my bulge or something, I'm going to wear, I'm going to pull my, you know, wear like a banana string thing. It's like, I know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing. We all know what everyone's doing. If you want to use your sexuality to, to get clicks and stuff and you know, there's, it is what it is. But if you're going to bash other chicks for using their sexuality to make money and then you do it to a lesser extent, this is like the conservative movement. It's like, let's get drunk, show off our titties, but like not making OnlyFans. It's like, okay. You know, and then when Christians are like, oh, your titties are out, you know, cover them up. And they're like, why? I'm going to wear a tighter shirt. Okay. And then what? The next day you're going to make fun of OnlyFans chicks? It's just like, is it that? I, I, I don't, no one can think that that's not the play. And I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to get into personal stuff, but it's like, then I find out they were married or they were almost engaged and they had like, it, it got canceled and they're saying, it's like, eventually, you know, everybody needs to focus on themselves. I'm not trying to be too big of a critic. My job is not to belittle this woman. My job is not to argue about this for a million hours on Twitter with people. That's why I never talked about it until my own personal podcast. 
my job is to live a righteous life. Like I want to find the right woman. I want to do it one time and I, and I want it to last forever. I don't want to get a divorce and I don't want to be engaged and break up. So it's like, my job is not to criticize everyone else. Like I want to have kids. I want to be married and I don't, you know, I've worked really hard to get where I'm at. I'm trying to be very picky with it. I'm extremely picky in a lot of aspects of life. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm a good age. I did well for myself. I worked hard in my 20s. I, I got no complaints. But my number one goal, it's like I don't want to just sit and criticize women about OnlyFans and wearing shirts. But it's like they do that to each other. It's like she'll criticize OnlyFans chicks. She doesn't have a husband, but she's showing her titties off. But then getting mad when people have an opinion about it. It's like, you know, if we all focused on ourselves a little bit, and made sure that our number one goal was to be better ourselves, the world would be a better place. But it's not. And that's why America is falling apart. And everybody argues about calendars on Twitter during Christmas, you know. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be too big of a critic. But, you know, I personally do think that conservative women have every right to do what they want in America. This is a degenerate country. But, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest, and this might be controversial to some. This has nothing to do with jealousy. This has nothing to do with envy. This has nothing to do with like a lack of trust issues or anything. I'm not going to be gaslit into thinking like I'm inferior for knowing this. If I have a girlfriend or a wife or a whatever, a fiance, I don't want them putting out revealing videos. Like I wouldn't want my girlfriend posting like her titties on the internet, even with a shirt on with a super tight. So every guy's looking at it while they're cooking and the cakes like in the bottom screen where you could barely see it. Like to me, that would not, I would not want that because I, I think you're asking for the attention sexually. Um, and that's not what I'm really looking for. It's not because I'm jealous. It's not because I can't handle it. It's not because I don't want it. It's just like, that's not, I don't know. It's not what I, I want. And it's okay if Christians or anyone is like, ah, that's not that's not for me. I, I saw like some people in the comments are like, I think it's amazing. My wife saw it too. We're gonna bake that cake. It's like, all right, calm down, simp. You know, it's like we get it. You know, you want her to show it's just like so cringe. And then there's this calendar thing where this guy started like a right wing beer company to try to profit off of the Bud Light failure, you know, America. Good luck. Um and he made this calendar of like Riley Gaines, Ashley St. Clair, the redheaded libertarian, and some, you know, good looking chicks that are right leaning and, and made like a sexy calendar of them. Some of the poses were super sexy. Some of them were just whatever, in my opinion. You know, I give the calendar personally, I give it a three out of 10, not because the women are like that ugly or anything. I just thought it was super cheesy. Like, I think the beer company's cheesy. I think the branding of the beer is cheesy. And he made all the girls wear his beer branding on the calendar. I'm, I, I just thought it was very corny and very cheesy. Like I personally, this is my opinion. You know, if, if someone wanted me to pose for a calendar or something, I'm probably not going to do it. But if, if they wanted me to pose for a calendar wearing their cheesy like beer shirt with their cheesy logo, like you got to at least pay me 10K. I'm probably not going to do it anyway, but I like, I hope they got, I hope the women got paid for that if they did it for free or just like a little bit of money in my opinion not worth it but you know everybody wants to do what they want to do everyone can make their own decisions but i that was like my first takeaway besides the sexuality of it is like it's just super super cheesy but whatever you know some of the poses were okay and then it, it it went super viral because bryson gray tweeted out that it was demonic because a woman named redheaded libertarian was in a little sexy pose i mean she wasn't even trying off that much to be honest with her heel up but she was like cooking and there was like a Christian cross in the background and Bryson said it was demonic. And then it started this like five day fight 
where apparently nobody spent time with their family. They just argued on social media, which is bizarre. But anyway, um, I'm sure some people turned their phone off and did enjoy some of the day as well. But uh, the redheaded libertarian is a libertarian, right? She's Christian, but I don't think she claims to be conservative. Libertarians generally are like, you know, like look at the Argentina president. He's like a sex you know, fanatic. The dude looks like he's coked up all the time. He's like dancing with like thotties on stage. You know, like libertarians are kind of like that. They're like, no government. You know, you could, you could bang a, you could have an orgy in the forest. It's like, okay. You know, like, so in her defense, I think she doesn't claim to be conservative, although she does, she is Christian or claims to be, you know? So, you know, I, I don't really like expect much out of libertarians when it comes to like, uh, the sexual revolution. Like I think Christian conservatives understand the sexual revolution and libertarians are like, let's all bang each other. I'm just kidding. But you know, it's like, I don't, I guess my expectations for libertarians in that department are low. I don't, I don't consider them like super woke on that topic or I don't know if woke's the right word, but uh, you know, it sparked this massive debate where the, the one side is saying cover up that's demonic. The other side saying, let women show off you know, they're free to show off that this is why conservatives lose because they're so stuffy. Um, and I guess while not judging anybody, while not hating on them, while allowing them to do it, while not trying to seem like a hater, I kind of agree with the Christian conservative side personally, where I do think that the Republican Party is is just like a Trump hangout. You know, like I don't think it's very Christian. I don't think it's very conservative. I don't think it's principled. I don't even think it's conservative economically. It's I don't even consider this movement like socially liberal but conservative economics trump printed more money than barack obama he handed everybody covid commie checks he gave 18 billion dollars to the pharmaceutical industry he hired the swamp he took the money like in no way shape or form it, it's all just like a hangout and if you look at most of these conservative chicks not all of them but if you look at all these conservative chicks that are showing their titties and being like why are you talking about it just go to their instagram they're probably posing with don jr they're posing with this person they're posing with trump it's it, that's what the republican party has turned into it's turned into like just hang out with the Trumps and take pictures and, and wear dresses and go to galas. And you know what I'm saying? Like, just have fun. It's like a big, you know, hangout. And then once you're in that group, then you don't do any journalism or reporting. You just play make believe. And you're like, why did Trump want to build the FBI? But you know, it's, it's all fake and stupid to me. So I 2024, I'm going to tune most of it out or just carve my own lane and completely ignore what everyone else is doing. Cause I don't feel like arguing. I'm not trying to fight. I don't, it's nothing personal. It's just that that's what that movement is. Like, I don't consider the Trump MAGA movement. It's not a conservative movement. It's not a Christian movement. It's not a right-wing movement. It's like a Trump dick riding contest where everybody just hangs out and conservative women just act super liberal. And they're like, I'm free. It's like, we're all free, but you know, and, and I want to put the blame on men too. Cause I'm pretty good at this. You know, women, you could call me sexist if you want, but I'm more sexist against men if that's even a thing. And I'm not, I'm not trying to pander. I'm not like, Oh, I'm trying to get I want girls to like me. Oh, men suck. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I just hold men to a certain standard where I'm not going to sit and complain about women and be like, oh, women are being too slutty. It's all their fault. There's not a lot of good men out there. You know, a lot of men are losers. A lot of men are betas. A lot of men are weak. And even some of the strongest tough guys that wear like MAGA hats, they act like total pansies when you're like, hey, this is happening. Like, Why did you point it out? That's my whole life. So it's like, you know, I don't, I don't just like jump to blame the women. I look at the men and be like, when men are super weak and pathetic, you know, it drags all of society down and, and you're like, oh, why don't women do this, this and this? Well, because they can't find a man that will lead them and they can't find a competent partner. So, you know, if you don't if you can't find that, let's start with the men and put some blame on them before we get to the woman. 
But then when it comes to the women, this is where I disagree with libertarians uh, and well, maybe not. Maybe some agree with me because they just think government should stay out of it and you get to make your own ethics and morals. But personally, you know, freedom and I've made this. This is one of the more profound things that I think I've said. And I, I didn't hear. I'm sure other philosophers are and I'm not trying to sound like super important or smart, but I'm sure people have said this like a lot of philosophy and ancient wisdom has been around for thousands of years. But I never seen it anywhere. I, I'm sure someone else has said it, but freedom and discipline are two different things. Like freedom is not like amazing with everything. I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. You're free to eat Cheetos. You're free to never work out. You're free to just drink soda 15 times a day, but there's consequences to your actions. So freedom is not necessarily as great as discipline. I don't want the government to enslave me and throw me in a COVID concentration camp, but you know, at the same time, like all these women will be like, oh, I'm so free to do this. Yeah, you could show your titties on Twitter, but then you're going to get the type of husband that wants his wife showing their titties on Twitter. Like, you know, it is what it is. Everybody's got a partner. I'm not going to judge. Some people look super happy living a different way. But, you know, you get what you put out the same way. You don't just get a magnificent body. You, you work out for it. And if you don't work out and you take pills for it, then there's going to be a cost for that. So everything kind of plays into itself. And I think that discipline is underrated. So I think because the conservative movement is just like a Trump dick rider hangout where women just want to like, you know, meet guys or whatever. I don't even know what it's become. And they, they don't even like care about economics or anything or social issues. It's like, they'll be like, why can't I do this? Why? Like you can do all of those things. You can do whatever you want, but it's like, I don't know. Everyone doesn't have to like it though. I saw that one rap video of the Trump Latinos and like there was some lady in it called like MAGA housewife and she's got big fake old titties and she's showing them off in the video like and apparently she's married to someone else. That's OK. I don't you know, it is what it is. God bless all of them. It's just like, would you want your wife showing off her big fake titties in, in someone else's music video like dresses like, a, you know, looking like only like some people like that. Some people don't. It is what it is. I, you know, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to like bother this lady, but to me, I wouldn't want that personally. It's like, I, why would I want my wife showing off her big tatas in someone else's music video dress? Like, I don't know, you know, to each their own, but like, that's what the, that's what I see the Trump movement as now. It's like, it's all that. And then if you take like a Christian conservative angle to it, everyone's like, oh, you're, this is why we lose to the left. Uh, I mean, there are aspects of the right that is too stuffy, in my opinion, which is why they lose. But it, it's like there's no point of being right wing if nothing's right wing. You get what I'm saying? Like, let's just start with economics. You vote for Trump over what was the guy's name that or the late oh Hillary Clinton. Why do you vote for Trump over Hillary Clinton? A lot of people voted for a lot of reasons, but some people wanted, you know, the Democrats spend too much money. We want fiscal conservatism. Trump's not fiscally conservative. He printed more money than Barack Obama. And as much as you could say, well, he had to because of COVID, they always have a reason. It's because of climate change. It's because of COVID. It's because of the war. And if you're too stupid to realize that and you say, oh, it's OK if you print money because of COVID, if you're Trump, but not if you're Biden for Ukraine, you don't deserve a good economy because you're not smart enough to figure out that they always use tragedies to print the money. And there's always another war and there's always another tragedy. And if there's not, there's going to be one. And Trump's not a victim. You could trace all of his big pharma ties. He sold out his cabinet 50,000 different ways before all that happened, it's probably the reason it did happen. There's an argument to be made that he's even more sold out than other presidents to big pharma. Like Trump sucks on that topic. But anyway, it's like, 
what is the Republican Party? Like, what what are we? We're not, okay. You can't be socially conservative, right? Socially conservative is considered too far or Muslim, and you know Christians don't have a right to believe what all Christians and most Americans believe 15 years ago. That's too far for the Republican Party. So we're socially liberal now, and all the women just act like liberal women. Okay. Uh, what about economics? Well, we're further left than Obama in a lot of categories. So, so what is the movement? Like I'm saying, it's a Trump cult. It's like dress up, show off your titties, hang out with the Trump family. That's like, okay. So, and then they'll be like, oh, if you want to do any of this, then you just want the left to win. The left already won. They don't care. You think the bankers care if Trump or Biden wins? I know people really think they do. They definitely don't want Trump to close the border because they're trying to destroy America within the next 10 years instead of like 20. But at this rate, it's going down anyway. And, you know, Trump's going to build a new building for the FBI so his friends can get paid or something. It's like they don't really care that much. And if you can't figure out that they don't care, then you don't deserve the country. Like just because you hate Biden and you like one party, that doesn't mean you deserve a country. Like you got to figure this stuff out. And if people can't figure this out, it's not Trump's fault or the Republican Party's fault. It's your fault. It's just like Democrats. Like, why aren't we getting any change? But Obama said change because he's lied to you. Like what? You know, it's that's not what it is. So long story short, it's like I, I personally, without being too judgy or hateful or I'm not going to sit on Twitter and bother these people. I think they have every right to show off their bodies. But I don't know. I'm just more Christian conservative in that thought process. And in my view, it's like there's there's things you should do and there's things you shouldn't do. And everyone doesn't pretend, have to pretend like you should be doing them. It's like if you're gambling constantly and someone tells you to stop gambling, and you're like, oh, you're just being hateful. So I still like you. I'm not judging necessarily, but it's not a good habit. If you're getting wasted all the time, you know, everyone doesn't have to pretend like getting wasted all the time. And in my view, I know this is going to be controversial and I'm not saying they're exactly the same. But homosexuality, you know, not being modest, all these things that are so normalized in both parties now, if you take a biblical stance on any of them, they just say you're being hateful, where it's like, I kind of put it in the same category of certain things, or it's like, you know, you could be 500 pounds and I don't hate you for it, but I don't, I don't have to believe that that's a good lifestyle to live. And it's the same way with a lot of other stuff. So with the women thing, like a lot of these rules that are in Islamic countries that seem so extreme... America was like that for hundreds of years. Like people don't even realize that in Europe because of the uh, Catholic Church, you couldn't even stay at a hotel if you weren't married like 60 years ago. Like all these rules that we think are so foreign, like, oh my gosh, that's only that. Really, No, Christianity has been absolutely obliterated. Not the Lord hasn't been obliterated. And I believe that the, the strength is more powerful. But as far as its power on earth, it's completely destroyed. I mean, Europe is a shell of itself. It's completely controlled by foreign entities. America is a shell of itself. It's completely controlled by foreign entities. And I think that's a metaphor for what's going on even in our movement where it's like, you know, Islamic countries, they're not perfect, but it's like Islamic people control certain countries. Uh, Russia controls Russia. That's why they hate it so much. Uh, China controls China. That's why George Soros, Vivek, Trump, and Bernie Sanders all have the same opinion on China. Do you notice that? The only thing they agree on is Taiwan. But anyway, and I, I'm not a fan of them either. It's not like I'm a super fan of the country. I'm American. I'm just saying it's like, do you notice that America and Europe are like the only countries that they don't actually control any of their own stuff? Why is that? And then when you like point this stuff out, they say it's hate speech. They say it's too far. It's like a metaphor for everything. It's like we don't I'm not going to tell people what to do. I'm not a perfect person, but America is going 100 miles an hour in the wrong direction in almost every topic in, uh, in society. Like if you pick a topic nine out of 10 times, America is going in the wrong direction. 
I went on a plane today, okay? And I'm not trying to complain because I'm blessed, right? The first class section looks like a prison and I'm not complaining. First class is a great place. I paid for it because I wanted a luxurious flight. Um, everything's like tarnished. It, like it, 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 It's like embarrassing. Like it's nicer than sitting next to three people sitting next to two. So sometimes it's worth it if you get a good price, but it's like, it's embarrassing. Like I, I, my house is cleaner than that. You know what I'm saying? People are paying all this money to sit in first class. Everything's stained. The, the carpet's ripped out of the bottom. There's, there's, there's like stains on every, it's like, you go to the Arab Emirates, uh, it looks like a palace. Like, aren't we embarrassed? Like our airlines look like shit. A lot of our uh, airports look like shit. Our, our military is all over the world, but they're not at the border. It's like the dumbest way for an empire to fall, like sexually, politically, socially, gender wise, like everything's going in the wrong direction and liberals are pushing it in the wrong direction, hundred miles an hour. And then basically conservative men and women just become liberal men and women from 15 years ago. And if you take a hardcore stance, they just say you're sexist or you hate women or you're being a hater. It's like people could show off. I'm not a perfect person, but I personally don't believe that I have to pretend like it's a good thing. I'll give you an example. Um, out of sex, sex wedlock. Am I a hypocrite? No. Have I had it? Absolutely. Um, did I used to think it was cool? Yes. I was raised to think that having sex out of wedlock was cool. So I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm not saying I've never done it. I'm not going to sit and judge someone who did it. But if you ask me, do you think it's awesome to have sex out of wedlock? Now I would say no. Am I a perfect person? No. But do I think it's good? No. Do I have to agree with it? No. But it's like, oh, you're stuffy. That's why the liberals win. No, the liberals win because you are liberals. The liberals win because you have no, no, no values. Like, what are your values? Liking Trump? Is that your only value? Drinking beer and thinking Trump is the Houston Texans and then getting mad at Anomaly when he points out that he's selling you out the same way the left is? Like, wh where's this party going? Nowhere, you know? And the sooner people figure it out, the better. And I don't think they're ever going to figure it out at this point because the whole system of the Republican Trump party is like a loop. It's like, well, if he wins, you know, make excuses for him. If he loses, it's stolen. And now we play the victim, but we're not actually going to fix any of the things that stop that from happening. And we're not going to point out all the things that he did wrong because it's not the time to do it. If you take a break from social media, you'll realize how fake. And in my opinion, I'm not going to say it's scripted, but it's like it's like a drama loop that they know if they just keep you running in circles, you'll never get to like the root layers of any issue. Uh, when Trump got taken off the ballot in Colorado, I reported on it. I said, it's ridiculous. You know, the Democrats are idiots. But I told people it's not going to stand. And what happened? A couple weeks later, it got overturned. And the same day it got overturned, another state, it, do you get it? It's like, a it's like a drama loop. It's like you're watching a soap opera that lasts for 100 years because they never want to stop because they're making money off you. It's, it's the same thing. It's like, well, this thing stopped. Give them this one. Well, Russia collusion stopped. Give them this. Okay, here, COVID stopped. Give them Ukraine. You know, Ukraine stopped, give him this. Oh, Trump's getting unpopular and people are realizing that he's just another phony. Here, give him, you know, oppress him so then he could play the victim again and then nobody wants to question him. It's so obvious. It's like the day that one of the states kicks him off, the other one puts him on. Like, it's a joke. It's like season 59 of like banker theater for for like, you know, the, the American people. So long story short, I haven't read any comments because I didn't want to be distracted. I don't hate any women. I don't judge any women. I'm not a perfect person. I never claim to be. I don't want to be a hypocrite or have double standards, but I do. I, I don't agree with the the way the movement's going and I'm not hating on people, but um, 
I don't think this movement is in any way, shape or form Christian conservative or I don't know. It's just like, I'm not going to run around and be the police of what women wear, what women do, but it's just like, you can do that. That's fine. I don't care. I don't have to like it, but maybe your husband likes it. Maybe he doesn't and he won't say anything because he's a beta male or, you know, they, they're, you're stuck in a marriage and you, he has no power. I don't know the dynamic. I don't care. It's just my opinion. You know, I'm not going to hate on anybody. I'm not going to harass them. I'm not going to argue with them on Twitter. In my opinion, cooking with big titties showing that's in the middle of the screen and putting the cake off the screen. You can do it. I don't care. Um, but people are going to notice and that's going to be what they care about. And if you want people to look at your titties and not the cake, then keep doing that. If you want people to look at the cake and not the titties, wear an apron. It is what it is. Uh, with the conservative calendar, you know, I know a few of the women in there and they're cool. Uh, I just thought it was a really cheesy calendar. Like, you know, they, they put like Riley Gaines in like a beard, like a, uh, you know, bathing suit. Like, it's just corny in my opinion. But at the same time, some of the pictures were modest. Some of them weren't. Um, Christian conservatives have a right to say that they disagree with it. And more libertarian conservatives have a right to make their case for why it's okay. Me personally, um, I think America needs to get more modest. And I don't think America needs to get more modest by forcing people to do it. I think people need to come to that awakening the same way if like a girl or a guy is banging like 20 dudes a year out of wedlock and you're like, hey, that's probably not the play. And they're like, oh, I'm free to do it. Yeah, you're free to do it. You can do it. I'm not asking the government to stop you. I just don't have to think it's a good thing. If you think it's a good thing, that's fine. I've already done. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I had that much sex, but it's like in my 20s, I had sex and I came to the conclusion in my 30s that it's not as cool as everyone says that once you have a connection with someone, it, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. And also you could get someone pregnant out of wedlock and that's not ideal. And also, you know, you could catch something and that could mess your life up too. So it's like the risk reward ratio just isn't there for me. You're free to do it, but I don't have to think it's a good thing. And I think if people came to this conclusion in a lot of topics, like as a woman or a man, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like I'm, single for a reason. I've dated people for years. There's a multitude of reasons that I'm single. I, I haven't been single. Like I would say I've been in a relationship more over the last three years than I've been single. It's not like I'm like just single forever. I'm just super picky. And it's like at this point, you know, if I'm like dating to, to go the distance and if it's not there, then you just got to like cut it off and keep it moving. So, you know, it is what it is, but I'm focused on myself. There's reasons for everything. Definitely how I acted in my twenties and what I pursued. I wasn't paying attention to women. I wasn't trying to settle down. I was focused strictly on music and business. Um, and it worked out business wise. Now in my thirties, I'm like, all right, well, this would be a good time to do that, but you can't force it. And looking at society, I would say, you know, I see it both ways. I see some happy families and you're like, man, that would be great. And you also see a lot of people that aren't happy, a lot of people getting divorced, a lot of people that get engaged and break up before the marriage. Like to me, that's so, especially with what I do, um, that's, I'm not going to say time consuming, but like the emotional energy that it takes and the energy in general to like love somebody and want to get married and then break up. Like to me, that would be like the worst thing in the world. And it would totally just screw up everything I'm doing. So it's like, I'm trying to take my time, be picky and reasonable and do it. But, but with women too, it's like, th there's a reason that everybody's in the position they're in as well. So I think, uh, you know, it, it's worth considering that modesty and Christian conservative values, like this, this lie that America was built on just like women doing this and that, like, that's a modern lie. Like you can do what you want, but doing what you want gets certain results. And, uh, 
me personally, I, I think a lot of the fighting was immature. I think the, the angle that both sides were coming at it was super cringe. And I stayed out of it completely because I'm not arguing about this topic on Twitter. However, um, you know, I think liberal women are way too liberal. I think in my view, con most conservative women are too liberal. And there's two categories. It's either like conservatives that are full trad wife or conservatives that are just acting like liberal women, but they just like to hang out with Republicans. Like it's, they don't even have Republican. But how many Republican women do you find that can identify that Trump printed more money than Obama and really ran a left wing socialist type government with all of his spending? They don't. They just want to hang out. And I'm not saying all of them, but it's like, I don't know. Is what it is. That's my little take on it. Let me know what you think. God bless everybody involved. I'm not judging. I don't hate you. I've done things. You know, I'll probably still do stupid things that people don't agree with. But when everything's made so public, I uh, I tend to lean more to the Christian conservative side. I think that most conservative women are just like, you know, they're just like liberals from six six years ago, and and nothing really matters to them except for like hanging out and. I don't know, just like turning it into like a social circle. I'll read a few comments. Someone said, God gives us all the freedom and all the consequences for, for sure. Someone said, I'm a trad wife, seven kids and three grandkids. That's amazing. Um, someone said they're soccer moms. Well, nothing wrong with a soccer mom. Happy New Year, Anomaly. Thank you. And someone's talking about woman's suffrage. All right, let's get into this. I want to get in trouble. No, but, um, you know, I, I see so, like I saw someone say, like, repeal the amendment where women vote, right? repeal the amendment where women vote. And then I saw conservative women saying, oh, you just hate women. This is where I get annoyed. Listen, if you think women should vote and you don't want to hear that women shouldn't vote, that's fine. But don't just claim hate. Like I hate when people are like, oh my gosh, that's anti-Semitic. Oh my gosh, you hate women. Like that, oh my, you know, that's so annoying. Like, and then it's like, all right, you're, like, you're, you're the same as the left. You just cry hate when someone disagrees with you. Here's statistics that nobody wants to realize. I'm glad I thought of this because I'm just I'm just going to give it to you guys raw. This is why I have fans in the Philippines, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, everybody, okay? Because I'm just keeping it real. If all women voted, Democrats would win almost all the elections. If all men voted, Republicans would win almost all the elections. Why does the average woman vote Democrat? And why does the average man vote Republican? You can answer that for yourself. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not even sure if I exactly know the answer, but you know, some would say that men and women are built different and they see it through a different lens and it leads most women to vote Democrat. This is not my opinion. This is a fact. Go look at, there's maps available. What would the country look like if only women voted? What would the country look like if only men voted? And... It would be that way. Anyway, it's the same with race. Um, you know, I, I made this point because I saw that in Texas. And keep in mind, I could use this like little victim card. You know, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's like a little victim card. Like, eh, don't call me racist. But uh, I'm part Puerto Rican, so I can't be racist against Hispanics. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, in general, it said uh, I'm mostly white European, but I'm, I'm I'm part Puerto Rican, so I can't I can't be racist. Anyway, um, in Texas, it says like the average you know, for the first time, white people are going to be outnumbered by Latinos at a certain, I don't know when that, maybe that year's already there. Maybe it's coming soon, whatever. And I, I, I retweeted it and I said, all right, when Ted, when Ted Cruz loses, he can go do what he's made to do, which is, uh, you know, he can, um, fight for like gay rights in Uganda, you know, give the FBI rights to spy on everybody, you know, all of these things. And, uh, anyway, 
people were like, oh, I, I was suggesting that Republicans are going to lose because white people are getting phased out of Texas, basically. Okay. And this has been said by Julian Castro and the Democrats. The media calls it some racist conspiracy theory. Democrats call it their platform. But anyway, people in the comments were crying, like white people from Texas were like, you don't understand. Latinos are voting re Republican. Some of them are. Sure. I'm not. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying, look at the statistics of how Latinos vote. For the last 50 years in America, I think it's like 60 to 70% vote Democrat. They vote more Democrat than Republican on average. That's just the truth. Um, so the more Hispanics that come in to Texas and the more that white people get phased out, Democrats are going to win all the elections. And I'm just being honest. If you look at Dallas and, and, and other cities 30 years ago, they had a Republican. A Republican will never win in Dallas again. Maybe if they could somehow flip the scales, but in general, or, or, or convince people. But in general, it's like, why were Republicans winning every election by 30 points if, a couple of years ago? And why are they almost losing the, uh, the seats by like 3%? Three, 3%? There's a lot of reasons for it, but one of it is demographics. It's just the truth. Hispanics on average vote Democrat. So the more Hispanics there are, it's like with men. If there were all men in Texas, Republicans would win every election. If there were all women in Texas, Republicans would lose every election. If it were all white people in Texas, Republicans will win by 80%. And if it were all Hispanics, Republicans probably lose 67 to 33. That's just statistics, analytics. That's like they have by race, by gender. I've, re I've researched them. It is what it is. Democrats know this. They've literally there's videos of Julian Castro saying that. But this is why Republicans lose, in my opinion. They're like, no, Hispanics vote for us. Some of them do. There's there's millions of great Hispanic people, and honestly, there's millions of great Hispanic Democrats. I don't really give a crap. I'm just saying this is the reality, and this is like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but white Republicans like they're crying about all this stuff. At a certain point, you deserve to lose because you're not smart or honest enough to figure this stuff out. And when someone tries to point it out to you, you cry and you're like, they like us. No, they don't. You know, women are going to vote more for Biden than they're going to vote for Trump. It doesn't mean like Trump's the worst person in the world, but like you'll talk to like some MAGA cutard mom that like thinks that Trump is in a spaceship, you know, about to like zap, you know, the deep state out of existence with the Nikola Tesla time machine. And you're like, yo, more women are going to vote for Biden. No, women love Trump. Some of them, but statistically they don't. And I'm, you know, I'm just saying Democrats know this and they're planning accordingly. Like they're they're that's probably why they're doing all this stuff at the border anyway. Um but if you point it out, Republicans get mad at you. It's like they gatekeep their own demise and their own failure. They're like, "You don't know what you're talking about. My Hispanic neighbor, you know, likes Trump." It's like, "Yeah, I know Hispanic people like Trump. I'm not saying they're all Democrats. It's just like Candace Owens likes Trump, but most black women vote liberal. It's like one of the most liberal voting blocks. It doesn't mean Candace isn't awesome. She is awesome. Uh, it doesn't mean there aren't other people like Candace. There are. Just statistically, if if the America was all black women, Republicans are losing everywhere all the time. Factually, that's true. It is what it is. It's just a stat. I'm not hating. I'm just but like you say that, and like Republicans will jump down your throat and be like, no. Okay, so you want I, I like it's just so so odd to me. So it's like if if people said repeal that amendment, I'm not saying it's it's never going to happen. It's it's way past that point. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean you hate women. Like maybe you hate women. Maybe you say repeal that amendment because I hate women and they all suck. Maybe, but like if someone just says that and you just say they hate women, 
it's not necessarily true. It's just like, it, this is the same thing that the left does. It's like, if, if, if you don't want your area diverse, Democrats call you racist and hateful because they know they're changing the demographics. So they win all the elections and they know that they have all the stats, they have all the data, they have supercomputers and algorithms and they're, and they're playing like 4d, you know, population chess. And they've even admitted to this in videos, but then they call you racist for noticing it. That's their way of like, oh, you're racist if, if you don't want the border open. Oh, you're racist. That's the way of stopping. So what's the point of being a Republican if they do the same thing? Oh, you're sexist if you you're you're racist if you don't think Hispanics are going to vote. Let's it's like, dude, the more Hispanics and the less white Texas gets. The more it's going to go Democrat, someone's screaming, Trump took Regeneron, you hate Trump. It's like, bro, why are people like 40 minutes late? Like they're for, they're talking about like pharmaceutical stuff. It's been an hour and I haven't talked about that since like 10, 10 minutes, Mark. Um, like people are brainwashed by these narratives that don't even have anything to do with what I'm talking about. It's, it's so weird, but in general, I'm, I'm just pointing this stuff out. It's like, I don't, at this point, I don't think I'm a victim. I don't think Republicans are a victim. I don't think white people are a victim. And I don't think Christians are a victim. I'm just keeping it real with you guys. I don't think boohoo. I feel so bad for life is what it is like if you're too weak to figure stuff out you get got that's human history you know america took over america by being stronger or smarter than the population was there and maybe more wicked maybe more righteous i don't know depends what part of history you believe but at one point america was not america at one point america was not white european at one point america wasn't probably Freemason, pseudo-Christian or whatever the hell it is, you know, or what, whatever they pretended it was. And like, and then you look at some places and they're all named at Los Angeles. That's Hispanic. These were all Hispanic or, or something at one point, Native American, and now they're not. And now they're going to go back, you know? And it's like, they're going back because people can't figure out that it's happening. They're like, but I like Trump. Okay. But demographics don't care about your opinion. Like, do you think, do, do you not notice? I don't like, is it even that controversial? Dude, I'm not talking about Regeneron right now. You sound like you're spazzing out. Enjoy the ball drop or something. Go watch the New Year's show. But um, like, look at Dearborn, Michigan 70 years ago. Now look at it. It's mostly Muslims, so they pass policies that they agree with, and they vote for politicians that support their policies. You might like those policies. You might not like those policies. I'm not asking which one you like. I'm just being honest that's happening like you get enough people in an area and then they start winning elections based on what they care about and you have statistics of how does this religion vote how does this race vote how does this gender vote it could flip but over time it hasn't really flipped for a long time white people vote more republican uh christians vote more republican black votes more democrat by a larger amount than hispanics jewish votes very democrat it's a small uh, demographic though, but I would say it's like 70 or 80% uh, to the Democrat side. Women vote more Democrat and men vote more Republican. And you could, you know, look at more statistics anywhere you want. That's just, I would think more Muslims vote Democrat in America at this point, but I'm sure that, I don't know, like they all could change, I guess. Like if you can convince people in mass to like do a 20 point swing, but we have statistics from 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20, go find a map of Hispanics and their vote, Democrat and Republican. It's been almost steady for 40, 50 years. They vote more Democrat. I'm not hating. I'm just, I, I, this is, I guess, the difference between me 
and some people. I th I thought Republicans wanted to know the truth. I th and I'm not saying everybody, but I thought people wanted to figure stuff out. But apparently they just want to lose and, and get destroyed because it's like you tell that to Texas and I'm not saying you're going to do anything about it. It's just like it is what it is. Just like notice it, pay attention. talk. But like the Democrats do that. The Republicans just cave. And then the sycophants in the party just yell at you when you point stuff out. And it's like, OK, then lose your state. I don't care. I don't live in Texas. I would like for the sake of the country. I want Texas to be red. But it, it used to be super red. The cities used to be red. Now, every, why is every city in America, not every city, but most, why are they all blue? Demographics. That's just the truth. Like, you, oh, you're sexist. What if you moved all men to Los Angeles and shipped all the women out? I mean, first of all, it'd be a sausage party, but it's like the politics would shift. That's literally how it works. Just literally. But then if you like, it's like, I don't think so because my neighbor likes Trump. Okay. Okay. Then let Democrats do that. And then you're going to get completely phased out. And it's going to be well-deserved because you don't even want to like notice it. I, you know, I don't, it's like, it is what it is. It's just like, you know, you no one. Okay. All right. This dude is like having like a fit on go find a video of Trump telling you to take Regeneron, bro. I don't, I literally don't care. Nothing I've talked about in the last 40 minutes. Are you on some sort of pharmaceutical pill now? Cause you seem insane. Um, Someone said open border. Yeah, open border, but also, you know, other stuff that they're doing. But Republicans don't care. They're like the professional loser party. You know, they just want to like drink beer, hang out, buy calendars and, you know, like yell about Trump on, on my YouTube channel. Oh, happy new year. Sorry, I didn't mean to put that on the thing, but I clicked it. What's my take on beavers? Are you, are you talking about the animal? I hope they're cool. Someone said, uh, the truth can be dreadful, but at least you aren't dumb. I don't think it is dreadful, though. I like this is my whole take on the, on the thing. If you're lying to yourself, like say you're saying, oh, demographics don't matter when it comes to votes, which is literally factually untrue. But it's like the statistics are right there just waiting for you to like consider them. But it's like, I don't care. I, I don't care. It's like, how is lying to yourself not dreadful? Like you're living a lie and eventually all those lies are going to catch up to you and they're going to smack you in the face and you're never going to win an election again. You're already on that path. How is lying to yourself not dreadful? Like I don't agree with this at all. And I think it comes down to like self-awareness where at the end of the day, everybody's flawed. Everybody's committed sins. Like nobody's a perfect person and I'm not asking people to be, but are you self-aware? Do you seek the truth? Do you care? If you heal yourself and you get to a certain point where you know, you're honest with yourself. You want that. It's like a law of attraction. You want that somewhere else. If you lie to yourself all the time, you're like, oh, that would be dreadful to tell the truth. It's like, why, why would that be dreadful? How is that? Like, how is it any less dreadful to just be like, I'm going to win elections in Texas when the demographics change completely. It's like, you're not though. I mean, there's like, if it were betting odds, your odds are like 5%. You might, it's not like impossible. People figure stuff out, but we have the analytics and in the whole world right now runs off of analytics. Like they get sports betting down to a science. They have elections out. Everything's down to a science because we have so much numbers and data where they can come up with certain equations where it's like, it's not perfect, but the, the house always makes money in betting because they, they figure out a way to make this, this. And then it's like, no matter what happens, they win, you know? 
And if you don't know that you're, you're playing in the dark, like it's not a good, it's it, the information's there waiting for you to learn it. In general, this is kind of how like they're using these analytics to be like, okay, if we can do this here, we'll win the country. And that's why Democrats, they don't care how much you cry. They don't care how much you like Trump. They don't care. They don't care who wins the election. They're playing five dimensional chess in every sort of way. And they know mathematically, statistically, you're not going to get power. I mean, you have a very small percentage chance to change a population that you haven't been able to make a dent in in 40 and 50 years. And referencing a few people online that like wake up, you know, like here's an example. Say if there was a stat that said like 90% of long haired men vote Democrat, right? And I come out and say, I'm a long haired guy who voted for Republicans. I'm, yeah, that's great. But like if the stat doesn't change with me, I'm just like a token of my hair. You, you get what I'm saying? It's like, yes, I'm voting that way, but let's just be honest about it. This demographic is not just because I make videos about it and this demographic hasn't moved in 60 years. The demographic's not moving just because you want it to move because you like me. That's just the reality of the science behind it or the analytics. Like, you know, they don't care. The, the, the Democrats are playing these games and Republicans are just like, don't talk about it. Okay, why? Uh, don't don't tell me that Trump has a plan. He took Regeneron. What are you even talking about? All right, well, I the calendar. It's like this movement deserves to lose. Republicans deserve to lose. Like Christians, you don't just get a country because you want one. You have to earn it. You have to deserve it. You have to like be respectable enough where people like you and believe you. And if you're like not doing that, you're gonna lose your country to someone else. And other countries are securing their country, they're making improvements, they're starting to move into certain stuff, they're not caving on certain topics, and America's just getting steamrolled over. And it is what it is, you know. It's just like I thought, and this is where in 2024, um, you know, I'm gonna try to make a lot of shorter content, fun content, things that I could joke around about and stuff because that's what I enjoy. But in general, it's like I'm thinking about just tuning all this stuff out because people act like psychopaths in politics. Like me, if you tell me something I didn't know, I appreciate it. Like, oh, look at this piece of information. Like, hey, when I saw that Trump with the Kushner thing in the building with the FBI, how like one of the contracts that someone Trump and Kushner built with was possibly going to get the contract. I'm like, oh, someone pointed that out. I didn't know that. There's two types of people in this world. And honestly, this goes beyond politics. Like this is what separates a loser from a winner, a successful person from somebody that just trips over their own feet all the time. Like I don't person, I'm not saying that some people aren't talented, et cetera, but I believe that in this world, if you have self-awareness, you can win. Like that's the key element that could stop you from being here or there. Nine out of 10 people, this is not a real stat, but in just my head, I don't know for sure they they block themselves like no one's blocking your shine nobody's stopping you from getting a raise or like you're blocking yourself and, and a lot of times it's self-sabotage so if you could stop sabotaging yourself you could really win to me that's like politics like so many people want to self-sabotage where, where you point out the truth there's two different type of people oh wow you just showed me five things that i didn't know thank you for showing me now i'm smarter than i was 10 minutes ago I'm not necessarily going to change my stance, but I'm going to incorporate it into what I believe, weigh it out against what I believe. And if I was wrong about something, I'll make improvements to my argument. And then there's the type of person that doesn't want new information. They just say, shut the hell up. I don't want to see that article of Trump doing things I don't want him to do. I don't want to believe that. I'm mad at you now. Like that's the sign of an idiot. It doesn't matter if you work at a job. It doesn't matter. Like you're an idiot. I mean, 
that's like a way to ruin relationships, friendships. It's just a bad way to be like, it's better. It's okay to be stubborn in some ways, but it's just bad to be the type of person that like blocks out anything new information. And I think that that is a lot of politics now. It's like a team sport, blue versus red or Trump versus DeSantis. And people just want to win and gain power. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about values. It's not about, it's about their dreams of what they want to happen. And they just want what they want. Um, and I, I can't really relate to it. So all I would say is this, like, if people want that type of content, I'm not your guy. I haven't been that guy ever, but in the last three years, I've been pretty clear if you don't agree or you don't like to hear it or you don't want to incorporate it into what you think, it's okay with me. I'm not begging for your attention. Go like, there's one guy that's been like screaming in all caps in the comment section, uh, for like 50 minutes now. Like I'm totally, I, I would actually, people said block them, but I'm not on YouTube. I would, I would rather you not watch this. Like I would rather you go watch a Q channel. Cause you're like obsessed with that. It's fine. I'm not mad at you. I don't hate it, but it's like, you're not going to like this because it's challenging what you believe. I, you know, it's very bizarre, but in general, um, yeah, I just, sorry, I wish I could. I'm just going to, I'm just going to not read comments because the one guy spamming and throw me off and then I'm going to enjoy my new year's. But in general, I guess I'm not, hold on one second. Thank you. Rock shot. Thank you, James. Um, the dude's having like a psychotic breakdown in the comment section. Like he's literally going insane in all capitals and like nobody wants him here, but God bless you. Happy new year too. Um, with America, I mean, this is a great country. I think there's a lot of good aspects of it. We still have a lot of power and strength and I do believe that anything's possible. Like, you know, the world works in mysterious ways and, uh, I'm not like in fear of anything, but I do see the writing on the wall, just like a lot of people, like just the border open doesn't take a rocket science. Like look at the rates of that Biden's letting people in. It's insane. If there's a reason to vote for Trump among anything else, it's like they have to close the border a little more than that. And even that is helpful. Um, with everything else, I think it comes down to like, who are we as a nation? You get the country that you are. Dearborn, Michigan is Islamic now because Islamic people move there and they believe in something. They have discipline. They have a culture. They have things that they want and they stick together and they do it. And that's why Dearborn is different than it was 40 years ago. You might like it, you might not, but they have conviction to what they believe. What is America? You know what I'm saying? What is the conservative movement? What is the Trump movement? Like, what do people believe in? What are their core values? You'll find that it's not just liberals that don't have very many. A lot of Republicans, they're just professional sports fans. And when you tell them that it's not a sports game and their guy's not doing it, like politics is not a sports game. It is a power dynamic, but it's like there's certain things that both parties and both people do. Trump does it. Biden does it. Republicans do it. Democrats do it. And if you're not honest enough to figure it out and say something about it, there's no reason for them to stop doing it. And when you point this out, this is what I've learned over the last couple of years. A lot of people appreciate it and I'm grateful, but a lot of men, they don't want to hear it. They, they think it's misery to stop lying to themselves. Like literally their entire life revolves around lying to themselves. And when the truth, they're like that, the truth is so scary. Lying to yourself is 
a thousand times scarier. Like imagine being a grown man and sitting and being like, I don't want to face the truth. You're a coward then. No wonder why these women are doing, you know, calendar shoots. Like, why would they submit to you? Why, like, why would they respect you? Like, you know, it's not the women's fault. Oh, why are American women doing all this? Because the men are pathetic. Not just the liberal men that don't know what gender they are. Most Republican men are pathetic. I'm sorry. I'm challenging the Republican Party. I'm not hating on people. God bless you. God bless your family. But this is a 2024 challenge. Like when I see the way people react to stuff, they're frightened by the idea of like being a man and not a fan or not like it's so weird. And I'm like, all right, so I'm just crunching information. You want to lie to yourself. You get very angry when someone tells you the truth and you're, you don't even care. Like Democrats are doing stuff and, and you, you have talking points that don't even make sense. The easiest one I could say real quick is the Texas one again. I'm not hating. I'm part Latino. I'm fine. But in general, the Texas is now, I think for the first time, it's going to be more Hispanic than white. There's a reason why elections are going in the other direction. As demographics change, elections change. We have the numbers of, and, and Latinos vote more Democrat. It's just true. The, the trend can change, but until then, it hasn't changed very much in 40 years. On some border states, it has, and, and some border areas, it could change. But I'm just being honest. It's like, Look at an election in Dallas 30 years ago. Look how much Republicans won by. Look at the elections in Texas 20 years ago. Look at them now. Democrats know this. And when you point this out to Republicans, it's not to freak out about. It's not to get, I'm not asking people to get angry or weird. Just like either you lie to yourself or you tell the truth to yourself. Either you're a truth seeker or you're like not. And, and when I point this stuff out, I face backlash from Republicans that they don't want to believe it. They're like, you, you're just a hater. I, I have the graph. They have the and they have the stats of how everyone votes. They have that. That's not even like debatable. You can look at how Hispanics have voted over forty years. It's all there. You you, you just want to go like this and say, "I wish it was the other way." Then why do you deserve a country? Like this is my challenge to Republicans and conservatives for the new year, especially the men, but the women too. You're not a victim. Doesn't matter if you're white or Christian or Trump supporter or black or Asian, whatever. You're not a victim if you don't want to face the truth. Like America will be conquered because of weak men like you. You know, the Christians will be conquered because of weak men like you. The Republican Party will be a failure, whether Trump wins or not, because of men like you. I don't sit and walk around and say, I deserve everything just because I am. I got to work my ass off. And then still, everything's given to me. You know, good health is not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. You got to thank God. You got to work for it. And you got to try to better yourself. That's all you can do. Nobody's perfect, but you know. It's like the Republican movement now walks around like, we're the victim, we're the victim. Look at Maine, look at Colorado, we're the victim, we're the victim. And then I'm like, oh, look at Texas, it's going blue. No, no, no. Yes, it is, and it, it will, and it should, because you're too dumb to figure out why it's happening. And you literally defend your own demise. It's insane. You're pathetic. You know, pathetic people get conquered. I know it's fun to point at the left and say, oh, the left is so pathetic because they are, but so are you. Sometimes a lot of people just make fun of the left because they're coping because they just feel good because they just find someone weaker. It's like me beating a bunch of kindergartners in a, in a dunk contest. I should, I'm 6'3". I, I play basketball my whole life. Like, yeah, I should beat a kindergartner. Like that's the dynamic. It's like all these conservative trad chicks are like, oh, I would never do an OnlyFans. Yeah, but you show off your titties all the time anyway. Like it's the same thing. You're just pointing to like the more extreme version whatever, you know? And, uh, I per, this is just my personal view. 
I think it's going to get worse and weirder and uh, you know, it might turn around and it might not. So I'm just acting accordingly. I'm not like afraid of that. It's like, Oh, it, it would be like if you lived in Los Angeles 10 years ago and you said, Hey, this country, th th this city is going to have more crime, more robberies. Like you're just, you're, you're watching the DA get elected, right? The DA gets elected. This person does this, this person does this. And you go, you know what? Just judging off of like the elections, Republicans are never going to win in the city again. I see the stats. I see the demographics. Like, um, I think LA is going to be worse in seven years. And you're like, oh, you're such a hater. And it's like, no, it's, it will be worse in seven years. Like it, there's almost no way it's not maybe, but very unlikely. Like there's going to be more homeless. There's going to be more need to be more security. There's going to be more smashing grabs like that. I can tell that's going to happen just based on everything that's going on here. Would you want someone to come to you and be like, oh, oh, you just hate Trump. No, I'm just looking at what's going on. You just, you, 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 you hate Los Angeles. No, I don't. Oh, you're racist. No, I'm not. You know, and it's like, that's the Republican movement. They gatekeep their own failure. They gatekeep liberalism. They gatekeep socialism. They slap a MAGA hat on it. And then they just scream hysterically at you. The most pathetic men in the world just scream hysterically on social media because their whole life will melt down if they can't live vicariously through Trump because they're cowards themselves. Like a, a real man would be like, yo, I'm ready for whatever. But a coward's like, I my whole life revolves around believing lies. I, I'm scared of the truth. Okay, then be a coward. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I can't relate. Like, uh, that's what you want. And then, and then what? You're gonna watch Dan Bongino and Tim Pool and freak out when what you want happens. <laughs> like, I don't. It's like a, it's like a psych, psycho loop. You know, like they're driving people insane. Tim Pool screams civil war. Dan Bongino screams there's gonna be a thing. And then, and, and then it's like they want. I'm not going to say they want a thing, but it's like, who have, who have they wanted to start a war with for the last 20 years? There's a lot of countries. Most of them we've already done wars with. What's the one country out of the list that general, whatever his name, Patton, or was it Patton or general? I forget his name. Um, he came out like years ago and he said, when I was in the government, he's like, there were a list of nine countries. He goes, we've already invaded like eight of them. The only one that probably hasn't been invaded yet is Iran. So when you listen to John Bolton or Donald Trump or Dan Bongino or all these people, you know, I saw Laura Loomer post it, Mike Cernovich post it, left-wing media posted it. And within the a couple of days, they said, you know, there's going to be a big attack by Iran or they're going to blame Iran. It's like, that's going to be the next thing. Almost definitely. It's like, there's going to be some sort of crazy thing that happens. They're going to say Iran did it, whether it's true or not. Hopefully it is. Cause I don't, I would hope they wouldn't lie. And then they're going to go do what they've wanted to do for the next 20 years, but they need that to happen. So it, are there is the Republican Party going to stop it? No, they're just going to lie to you and say what the quote unquote deep state wants them to say or whether they know it or not. And they're like, oh, there's going to be a cyber attack from China. America wants to compete with China and America wants to destroy Iran. Like, you know, both parties, they both hate Iran and China. I'm not saying Iran or China are your friend. I'm just saying it's like George Soros says China is the biggest threat to open societies because they're not open to his society. Any country that doesn't allow Western infiltration, they just say is worse than everyone, even though we're falling apart internally. And then they call you something if you notice that. So it's like, you know, expect something to happen with China. Although China's so big and strong, it's a little risky. And the next thing will probably be like Iran because they, they have what they want to do already. Now they need a reason to do it. And it happens with everything. It's like, oh, whoa, they did that. It's like, well, they like look at certain executive orders and certain things. They're talking about it for three, four years. Then an event happens. And then all of a sudden, you know, they do everything that they've wanted to do. Wow. How, how random is that? I mean, yeah, I'm sure it just randomly happens. It could, but I don't personally believe it. That's my opinion.
Um, so it's like, that's what the right wing is there to do. They're there to tell you that something's going to happen. Then something's going to happen. Then they're going to blame it on the people that the uniparty wants to invade anyway. And then they're going to freak you out. And then they're going to lie to you. And then when you figure stuff out and get deep enough to where you actually can fix stuff and figure it out, they just call you a racist or an anti-Semite or they, they say you hate women or whatever. It's like Republicans are literally just professional liberal loser gatekeeper controlled opposition. It's like they gatekeep liberals socially and say you hate women if you say the truth. They say you're it's hate speech to talk about what foreign country totally doesn't control America. They say it's racist to talk about demographics when literally the Democrats know once they flip demographics in certain areas, you're never going to win an election again. And they're like, they're literally like, it's like the Titanic is sinking and they're just pushing the boat down. And when you try to lift it back up, they say, they say you're hateful. So it's like, I don't, I don't care about the Republican party. I don't care about Trump. I don't care about any of these Republican news influencers. I literally just don't care. You know, it's like, I'll do my own thing. I'll try to be funny and interesting and show you guys things that other people want, don't want to show. But if you believe that like Trump and Tim Pool are going to save the country, you're not going to like my channel, you know, unless you can consider what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with that. I don't want everyone to like me. I don't care if everyone appreciates what I do. I'm totally okay with people tuning out. That's what I believe. I've said it a hundred times. I know it's true. I don't care who disagrees and people will find out eventually. And I'm hoping that enough men wake up and say, oh, I, I do want to consider that because it, it actually would be like smarter to figure this stuff out um, versus just getting lied to all the time. Last thing I wanted to talk about, I mentioned it in a, in a stream a week or two ago, but it's been continuing. Here's a perfect example of how so many people realize how easy it is to trick and scam Trump supporters and conservatives. And if you take this topic, you'll realize that this is what the conservative influencer media has been for the last year or two. They don't want the truth. Someone said to me the other day on Twitter, they were like, oh, you know, I, I posted the tweets from like 2019. They're like, wow, you were so ahead of the game. You don't get enough credit. I don't need credit from other people. I don't care what people think. But in general, the, the movement's not about truth. If it were about accuracy and truth, I would have a huge contract and I don't need money. I'm not begging for it. I don't care. But it's like, you don't get rewarded for being right. You get kicked out. You know, I was right in 2019 about free speech and they kicked me out because it goes against Zionism. Apparently Zionists in America believe in that more than they believe in the first amendment. And it's hate speech to say that anybody likes the country that they, so I was like, okay. So it's like, because I was right and honest and not hateful at all, I got kicked out of certain circles. During 2020, I reported the truth and I got kicked out of left-wing circles and I got banned from TikTok, okay? Then I reported the truth about Trump and I got kicked out of those social circles. Like, you don't get rewarded for being honest in the Republican Party. You would think you did, but you get rewarded for being like a professional controlled op. It's like, will you say this, but never say that? Yes. Okay. Then you could be there because then you'll never say enough to get anyone to do anything. You're just, are you angry? I'm not angry. I'm not hateful. I'm not negative. I'm very, I, I think I have a better personality than a lot of these people, but it's not about merit. It's not about being that. It's like, will you not go there? And will you just be really angry all the time and freak people out so you could sell a lot of equipment? Because if you tell people the truth, you're not going to sell survival kits. But if you piss people off and make them think that, you know, oh, Iran's going to blow up the border, then, uh, you know, because we want to start a war with them anyway, then it, it's better. So it's like you don't you don't get rewarded by that. But anyway, the example that I was going to give is Colby Covington. And I know a lot of people don't watch MMA or UFC. So I'm going to explain it in layman's terms in another sport. I liked Colby beforehand. Not so much anymore. God bless the guy, though. But, uh, you know, he lost the fight. He, it's five rounds. You got to win at least three of the rounds. He probably lost four of the rounds. You know, I would say after I wanted him to win, 
after watching it, I thought there was a 98% chance that the judges were going to give the fight to the other guy. I thought in a crazy world, they would give it to him, but it would be like a very controversial decision. So it's like, you know, it, it's like a boxing fight. It's like he lost like 10 rounds out of 12, but like maybe he won a few, but like probably not. He didn't fight good. I'm not blaming him. It's a hard, it's a brutal sport, but it's like he fought his least impressive fight I've ever seen. He looked, he looked slow. He looked, uh, he didn't do anything. You have to attack and do damage. He got way more damage put on him. He did pretty much no damage to the other guy. Like he lost fair and square. He knows he lost everybody in you. I'm, I'm getting somewhere with this. He knows he lost everybody in UFC knows he lost. If he went to UFC media, everybody would be able to counter what he's saying because they know the sport. So what he did afterwards was diabolical. He went to Jesse Waters and he told Jesse Waters that he got robbed because he supports Trump. The opposite is true. He got a title shot, even though he, he out of like five people, he probably deserved it the less, but I wanted him to get it. But anyway, it's like he got the title shot because he likes Trump. He got the opportunity to be there when he hadn't fought in a year or so because he's a big name, because he's 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 like conservative and, and like interesting and he sells more tickets and, and he and he gets more views. Like the opposite of what he said was true. He's not losing fights and losing opportunities because he likes Trump. The UFC is mostly right wing. He said everyone in the building hates Trump. Trump was in the building. Most people there love Trump. Trump gets the loudest applauses at UFC fight more than top fighters. Like most of that building liked Trump, but he suggested that everybody in, in, in that building hated Trump and he lost and he got robbed because of Trump. If he went and said that to UFC media, everybody would have countered him and said, you're lying. We know you're lying. But Colby Covington knows that Trump supporters, conservatives, and Fox News and Newsmax watchers, most of them don't watch the UFC, so they just believe that he got robbed because of Trump. It's not true. Everyone knows it's not true. He's like the laughingstock of the UFC now, but he knows that Jesse Waters is too fake or stupid to realize that, so Jesse Waters has him on the show, and he says, oh, Colby, I heard you got robbed because you like Donald Trump. And he's like, yeah, that's true, and he knows he's lying. And Jesse Waters is like, I'm looking at the stat sheet. It looks like you have better stats. Jesse Waters doesn't even watch UFC. Like it would be like if I looked at cricket stats and I'm like, oh, I think you won. Bro, you don't even know how the sport works. What are you talking about? He did he lost. And then he goes to Newsmax and and they say it again. And then he goes to PBD podcast and he says it again. And then he goes to Tucker Carlson. He's basically just scamming conservatives because he knows MAGA people and conservatives just believe everything they hear. If you just say Trump, 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 the election was stolen, they'll believe anything. It would be like if Tom Brady threw 20 interceptions, lost a game by five points, and then he ran and said, I, I lost because I, I like Trump. It's not true. He's literally lying to you. I know he's lying to you. The whole UFC community knows he's lying to you. Conservatives and Republicans and Trump supporters are like the laughing stock of the UFC right now, even though there's a lot of Trump supporters in there because Colby's just scamming Newsmax and Fox News and PBD podcasts. But none of these people do the journalism to realize that he's lying. If I talked to him, I would ask him. He, he went on PBD podcast and said that Leon Edwards' dad was as bad as Hitler. And then he also was saying, uh, like, he threatened a, a reporter, a journalist one time, John Attic. He said, if you want to see your kids again, stop talking about me. John Attic is like the nicest guy. He's a he's an announcer for the UFC. He never says anything bad about anybody. And Colby threat, threatened to kill him, essentially. It's great. Like, it, you know, it's like nobody has any journalistic integrity. But long story short, what I'm saying is like, this is how easy it is to scam MAGA. You just yell Trump, 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 Trump. And people don't know anything. They'll be like, oh, yeah. You won. It's like losing the Super Bowl by 30 points and then going on Fox News and be like, I won because I'm a Trump supporter. Like, he's literally lying. 
but not a single, not Jesse Waters, PBD, uh, whoever, bowling on Newsmax, Tucker Carlson, not a single one of them asked them a single question about it that actually pushed back against his narrative that is like 100% approvable lie. It's just a hangout. This is what the Republican movement is. It's not about conservatism. It's not about fiscal conservatism. It's not about the economy. It's not about social circles. It's not about the truth. It's not about beating the woke. It's just the biggest scammers are now getting to the top and they just say the election was stolen, Trump, 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 and literally people just eat it up. And that's like a metaphor for everything they're doing all over the place. It's so obvious to anybody that even is paying half an ounce of attention. I'm embarrassed to even be affiliated with this movement now. It's like if five of our top journalists and top podcasts can't even ask Colby, uh, Colby Covington a question about him lying about that, and they just they just parrot the narrative that he got cheated because he, he likes Trump. It's not like he won all five rounds and they gave it to the other guy because they're liberal. He fought a bad fight. He was least the least aggressive fighter. His legs, he had huge welts on. He took more damage. He lost more rounds. He lost the fight in almost every way. And they're sitting there saying that he won it. It's embarrassing. Like it's, the UFC is mostly right wing. People like Colby Covington. The whole community is like, this is so cringe. It's making Republicans look like idiots. It's making it's making Fox News look like idiots. It's making Newsmax look like idiots. It's making the podcast networks look like idiots. But nobody cares because they're just making money. They know that Trump supporters and MAGA and conservatives are just cash cows. Just tell them what they want to hear. It doesn't have to be true. It doesn't have to be right. We'll make a complete mockery out of you. It's like a humiliation ritual. They're just running humiliation. How stupid are you guys? How weak are you guys? How pathetic are you guys? Here, I'm going to put Lindsey Graham on a stage. I'll shut up. I'm, I'm going to put him on a stage again. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to say I want to build the FBI new building. I'm going to hire the pharmaceutical lobby. I'm going to hire Mitch McConnell's lobby. I'm going to endorse Mitt Romney like Trump did. I'm going to put a liberal from New Jersey in a, in a Pennsylvania election who, who doesn't even agree with your values and pretend like it's like how they're all running this like weird, creepy humiliation ritual on everybody. And I'm like, I'm way too smart to not see through this. I'm way too honest to play along with it. And that's how you get rewarded in these circles. Like how fake can you be? If you could be fake, but put a red spin on it, they'll let you in. And it's just embarrassing. I'm like, every time I think it can't get worse, I'm like, how is no one asking this guy a question? Last thing I want to talk about on that topic that I think kind of wraps this all up too. Kevin Spacey went on Tucker Carlson and retweeted it. Kevin Spacey hasn't, I don't want to speak too much on it because you, you got to look at the articles yourself. He was accused of a lot of things. He went to a court on a lot of things. I believe people involved in the court case like mysteriously died or died or it's a real weird thing that was going on with Kevin Spacey, but he got banished from a lot of things uh, for three years and hasn't posted on his Twitter. And the first thing he retweets is like a Tucker Carlson video of Tucker Carlson doing this bit with him where he's pretending to be the character of the show House of Cards, but like he's a conservative. So it's like Kevin Spacey seemed like a liberal guy who got in trouble and kind of went ghost for a few years. And then it's Tucker Carlson that's like softball interviewing him, bringing him back and popularizing him in the media again. I mean, he has every right to do that. Maybe he's friends with Kevin Spacey. Maybe he's secretly a great guy. I don't really know, but it's like, to me, I don't take any of these things seriously. I like Tucker in a lot of ways, but to me, that was kind of weird. It's almost like they show you certain things. They're like, huh. What are you guys going to do? Nothing. Huh? I'll just show you. Oh, you think you're fighting the left? Here's one of their guys that got in trouble. I'm I'm going to be the one to bring them back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do this. I'm going to lie to you on Fox News. I'm going to lie to you on Newsmax. I'm going to lie to you on PBD Podcast. Kobe goes there. He goes to Tucker Carlson. Not a single one of them want to ask him be like, Kobe, 
you've told multiple news networks that you got cheated because you're a Trump supporter, which is like literally not true. You lost the fight. And also the, the Dana White loves Donald Trump. He gave you that fight because you're an interesting fighter because you like Donald Trump. If you weren't a Trump supporter and you weren't so outspoken, he probably wouldn't have even gotten that championship opportunity in the first place. The exact opposite of what he's saying is true, but nobody cares because you don't want to ruin that relationship with Colby. He's a savage. You know, he's a good shit talker. He's one of the best. So it's like, let's just let this guy brainwash our audience, make them look like complete idiots to a sport that they have no idea about because that's going to be the cash cow. I can't do I can't do it, you know, which is why I can't apparently be anywhere. It's like, all right, I guess, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I think a new show with a friend where I just go over certain cultural topics, sports topics, other stuff that like kind of crosses over into politics, but just make it more fun. I'm going to do my report videos. I'm still going to do news analysis. I'm going to do all my stuff. I have a new song coming out on a Friday called working class boy. If you check the description, you want to pre-order it. I appreciate it. I'm trying to hit the billboard chart. That would be tight. But in general, it's like, I'm not angry. I'm not going to get mad or anything. It's just like, I've been very consistent. And this is what I truly believe. If I believe something else, I'd tell you. But to me, the entire Republican quote unquote in independent media complex right now is scamming you. They're lying to you. They're milking you dry. They're treating you like you're just cash cattle. They don't care about the truth. They say truth, 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 but they don't care about the truth at all. It's like there's five different topics I could talk about in the last month where it was never this bad. Even a year ago, it wasn't this bad. Two years ago, it wasn't this bad. Four years ago, there's so much progress being made under Trump and people like caring about the truth. For whatever reason, now it's just become this whole other thing where it's like nobody cares about anything. It's like, let's just hang out, lie to people as long as it's our guy lying. And it's like, why would I want to be lied to? Why, like, why are you doing this to people? But the truth is they know they can get away with it. And this is why for years now, I've been trying to tell people this. If you don't respect yourself, people don't aren't going to respect you. If you don't have a standard for yourself, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to believe this. I'm not going to just sit there and clap for this stuff. You know, then they're not going to stop doing it. A perfect example is Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz said he wanted only vaccinated people to take their masks off on airplanes. That alone should get him replaced by a better Republican, but nobody cares. TPUSA babies him. He votes for the same FISA spying bill that they used to spy on President Trump. So all those, oh my gosh, they're warrantless spying on President Trump. They don't actually care. They don't care. They would have voted against it. They voted for it because they play ball. All the good ones voted against it. Ted Cruz voted for it. And what does Turning Point do? Do they do journalism against them? No. Do they question them? No. Do they do a good interview? No. Steven, I almost call him Steven Seagal. Steven Crowder makes him look like a celebrity. Uh, Charlie Kirk softballs him, and they make him look like uh, Mick Jagger on stage with a bunch of smoke things to brainwash the next youth into thinking he's somebody he's not. It's like, that's the Republican Party now. They're all controlled opposition. They're all fake. It's all BS. And it's not even my opinion anymore. It's like anybody with half a brain that pays attention to this stuff. And the reason that they do it is because people put up with it. If, if turning point, everyone went there and booed Ted Cruz, it would end. But they all clap. He's so funny. He told a joke Roseanne told 10 years ago and pretend like it was his own. It's like, yeah, Roseanne's funny. Like he's just rehashing old jokes and pretending like someone else does. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not Ted Cruz's fault. It's not even Turning Point's fault. It's like, does nobody respect themselves? Is this just like a, a, a giant hangout of idiots? You know, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's like, 
no one in the crowd respects themselves enough to realize that he's a scammer. They just sit there and reward it. Scam me again, daddy. Woo! Scam me, Ted Cruz. Woo! And then he scammed. Can you believe he did that? Of course he did that. He'd been doing it for four years now, and you guys keep eating it. Like it's, I call it a new term. It's MAGA slop. All of these podcasters, they're feeding you MAGA slop. Here, here, boys and girls, here, eat the slop. And it's like, it's like the lunch lady with her weird hairnet being like, it's meatloaf again. And it's like cut into pieces. It looks like somebody already chewed it. You're like, meatloaf, that's MAGA slop. They're just shoving MAGA slop down your mouth and being like, do these people even like themselves? Do they respect themselves? Do they have half a brain? And it's like, it, why Why are people just doing it? It's like, they're going to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going every month now, they're going further and further and further, just like humiliating you and nobody talks about it. They're like, yeah, I mean, Kobe Covington got cheated because of Trump. Guys, it's embarrassing. I like the guy, but it's like, that's not what happened at all. They just know that if you say Trump and the election was stolen, you'll believe everything. If I came and said, Trump, the election was stolen, the FBI sucks, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, Vivek, all right. It's like, they, they, it's so easy to scam people. It's crazy. Uh, so I don't know what people expect, but I, I'm completely distancing myself from whatever this is. It's like, what is this? Like, I don't want... It's so, it's so humiliating. Um, so hopefully people actually figure this stuff out at a certain point and demand better. Cause if they don't, it, it's not going to change. It shouldn't change. Like if Texas can't figure out what's going on, I'm like, yeah, it's like, you're going to get conquered. You know, just like Dallas used to be Republican. Dallas will probably never be Republican again. Why? You, I don't know. You can't figure it out. So I don't, I, I just... I can't, I, I can't believe, I guess I'm a little disappointed. I can't believe that people are acting this way and I can't believe that they don't see it. But a lot of people are starting to see it. So I noticed in Instagram comments, whenever like RFK says something or Trump says something or like a conservative influencer says something, the top comment is always people figuring this stuff out. And now I believe that there are a large portion of people figuring it out. So what they're trying to do is the same thing the left-wing media does, which is like suppress the people talking about it, make them look crazy and, and hateful, and then fake, false, elevate people like Ted Cruz and these other dingbats they put on the Turning Point stage. There's a huge concerted effort because, you know, as much as I'm complaining about stuff, I do notice that the, the truth is becoming more and more and more popular. And as it becomes more popular in the Republican Party, all the gatekeepers try to jam it down and be like, oh, that's too far. And it's like, no, I see what you guys are doing. So I think it's going to be a good year. I, I do believe that some people are waking up, but I pray the last thing I can't see any comments, unfortunately, but I hope that people respect themselves enough to just notice what's going on and just say something about it. Be like, you know, if everyone booed, this is like the simple solution. It's peaceful, nonviolent. I don't believe in any of that uh, like crazy, oh, we got to do this. You're going to get set up by the feds. You don't need to do that. Like you can't even, you can't even peacefully stand up for yourself. Well, where are you going to go raid? You're going to break through a window and, you know, get in trouble. Like you're, you're not doing shit. You know, everybody thinks they're George Washington because they watch Dan Bongino and Tim Pool. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. Of course you're mad because you get lied to all the time. I'm not mad because I've seen through their bullshit for three years now and you guys are running in circles on a carousel. I'd be pissed too if I believed all the stupid crap you guys believe. But in general, it's like the peaceful solution is like, can you stand in turning point? and get enough Republicans to boo Ted Cruz for the three traitorous things he's done in the last year and show him that you see through his bullshit. No? You can't even do that? Then then why do you deserve anything? And I'll say this too with the Overton window. The powers that be, 
are geniuses at figuring out how to move the Overton window. I'll give you an example. Before COVID, if I would have said Trump's going to print a $1,600 check and hand it out to everybody, everyone would have been like, that's socialism. Or if AOC did it or Hillary Clinton, that's socialism. When Trump did it because of COVID, they moved the Overton window. COVID was the greatest for the powers that be, the greatest Overton window shift in, in, in human history. And, and everyone's like, well, he had to do it. Do you get it? Now you just went from believing a policy is a socialist communist policy to believing he had to do it. Why did Trump had to do it? Because people were losing money. Why did people lose money? Because they shut down their business under the name of a virus. It's all a communist socialist ploy that the Republicans are in on, or they made a mistake because they they totally don't know. You figured it out, but they just totally didn't know. I mean, Trump still doesn't know. He still lies about it because he's still confused. Like, how stupid are you? You know? Trump got tricked. It's not tricked if he's still saying the same thing. He's still saying all the same things he was saying in 2021. He's one of the only Republicans still saying the same stupid shit. He didn't get tricked. You got tricked. He's not a fool. You're a fool. He's mocking you to your face. Like, are you this pathetic? And you're like, yes, yes, I still am. And it's like, okay, then what the hell? You know, but anyway, they moved the Overton window. Well, you got Beto O'Rourke, who's a beta male fake skateboarder, you know, pretending to be Mexican or something. <laughs> he's he like changes his name to sound like he's Hispanic. He's like super Irish. But anyway, you know, it's like, well, he sucks. Ted Cruz is going to save us. And they know the Overton window works like that. Beto O'Rourke goes so far left that he's psychotic. Who's going to save you? Governor Abbott and Ted Cruz. Governor Abbott and Ted Cruz are sellouts also who are in on it, but they can't be in on it, right? Because the other guy's further left. So as Beto O'Rourke slides further right, Ted Cruz slides with them and Trump slides with them and they all slide with them. So then you say, well, that's the other side of the boat. Well, the boat's moving in the same direction. That's called the Overton window. They've been using it for a hundred years and apparently people can't figure it out. So the only way to stop it is to put your feet in the ground. And what I'm saying is when you put your feet in the ground and make a poignant point, people get mad at you in MAGA because the MAGA boat's sliding with the, with the left. They're going in that direction. It's like, how dare you oppose us? It's controlled opposition. It's like, I'm not saying everyone's horrible or you shouldn't vote, vote. I'm just saying, figure this stuff out and, and like communicate it and then it'll get changed. Like it'll start going in the other direction. But if you can't do that and you can't figure out how stuff works, it's never going to get fixed. That's the secret of the left. Like whether Trump or Biden wins, like, Look at the illegal immigration rate. Like under Trump, it was a lot. Under Biden, it's like times 20. It was still too much under Trump, but it's way too much now. But, you know, if they go and get in, hopefully they could build a wall and hopefully they actually do something. But, you know, chances are they'll probably like decrease it by like 25% or 40%. Even 50% of what Biden is doing now is probably more than has been ever done ever. So it's like they do everything times 200. Republicans dial it back 50%. They do everything times 200. Republicans dial it back 25%. They do it times 100. Republicans do it times 300. Like they don't, the Republicans don't actually do that much. You know, they, like they, they, they don't understand the Overton window. It's like, well, he's printing so much money and I'm going to do it too. But it's different when I do. It's not different. I mean, I get that you had to or whatever. So that's the point I'm trying to make. I don't know if I'm always articulating it very well or it sits with everybody, but it's a little frustrating when you see so many people, they're just like running in a loop. They're running in a loop. They're running in a loop. I take a vacation. They're in the same spot I left them arguing over a damn calendar for four days and spend, instead of spending time with their family. And it's a loop. And the second you jump off the loop and say, hey, I know the left is bad. I know Biden sucks. 
But I don't think doing this with Ted Cruz and a bunch of these other losers and Trump is going to like change anything. People go, well, what do you want then? What? No, the question is, what do you want? Like, do you want to lie to yourself? I don't like, how is that going to, it's not going to fix anything. I don't, I don't understand that mentality. It's like, the reason I call it Comic-Con, people go to Comic-Con because they just want a fantasy. It's like, I want to pretend like I'm Princess Leia and, and C-3PO. And that's cool. I think it's a cool thing to do. It's fun. I like Halloween sometimes too, I guess. You know, you dress up as like an alien. You're like, ah, oh my gosh, you're an alien. No, not really. I'm just pretending because it's, you know, life is so crazy and miserable that it's fun to just make believe. Like there's other ways to play make believe. You know, if you want to play make believe, go, go to Comic-Con, you know, play Pokemon. There's like video games. There's so many ways to play make believe and escape from reality. Watch movies. Playing Comic-Con with politics is just weird. And then when you're like, yo, that's not real. It's like, oh, Star Wars is real to me. Okay. Then pretend like it's real your whole life. I mean, that's better than pretending like the Republican Party gives a shit about you. And then you point it out and you get so mad. It's it's so bizarre to me that people have gotten to that point. I can't see the comments. If I if I click it, it's going to freeze. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to tell you a few things of my goals for New Year's. I mean, I have a bunch, but like obviously like health, physical, lifestyle, life, you know, all that stuff aside from business. But I want to make higher quality content. I know I probably won't do as many live streams because I want to do really quality pieces, get better thumbnails. I think I'm going to move my setup and get better lighting because I, you know, it's not the greatest lighting right here. So I want to like improve everything. I think I'm going to get a new computer and uh, try to get a better camera setup. Like I'm trying to improve everything and get higher, higher quality stuff. I've done it. If you look back three years, I, I had way worse quality, two years, way worse quality. So I, I'm definitely trying to improve every year. And it's interesting with how things are going because live streams used to be like a big uh, thing. Now they're trying, I mean, they do it for streamers and gamers, but for politics, there's still a market for it. But if you notice, it's it's a lot of short content. It's like Instagram reels, YouTube reels, TikTok, like TikTok didn't even exist four years ago. So doing the same thing over and over and over. Consistency is good, but you have to evolve with uh, social media also. So I'm going to try to be more productive, ignore how my business used to work in some ways and just kind of build for the future, hoping that it pays off and it works because I know that, uh, you know, I used to do square videos. They don't really do, they, they don't work anymore. I used to do the, like live streams and podcast is doing well. That stuff is doing well, but, uh, you know, I just want to be productive and work hard and smart, not just hard. And uh, I have a song coming out. Thank you to everybody who bought it. It's called Working Class Boy. It's my most personal song ever. And I want to say that in general, everybody who bought it on Amazon and or iTunes, I appreciate you. It's like a dollar and a quarter. And uh, I'm trying to hit the billboard charts. I don't know if it's possible. I've done it before. I'm going to give it a go again. It might uh, it might work. If it does, I'm going to talk about it all week, try to try to get those sales in. If I'm nowhere near it, then I'll stop talking about it and just show, show you my song. But it comes out on January 5th. Pre-orders kind of put me on the chart when it drops on Friday night, and it comes out Friday at 12 o'clock a.m. I'm going to try to do a lyrics video for it. I don't have a music video for it yet. I'll probably do one eventually. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about the song. I'm pretty proud of it, and uh, hopefully you guys like it. Thanks for everybody who are... Uh, pre-ordering it. I appreciate that a lot because uh, it's it's like very cheap to do, but it, it means a lot to me because I mean, it's pretty cool to, to hit the billboard chart and get a plaque. It's a, it's a pretty cool accomplishment to outsell pretty much everybody in a single genre in a week. It's not easy to do. So it's uh, definitely something that I appreciate greatly. That is a low cost, but high reward. 
God bless you guys. Hopefully this wasn't too crazy. I had a whole week of shit going on. I was like, I want to talk about all that. I'm going to be more strategic with how I do and, and try to keep my energy and attitude levels in check. Some people like when I freak out or like yell at some people, other people, they think it's hilarious. Some people are like, don't do that. So <clears throat> we'll see, but yeah, I'm going to do more shorter stuff for sure. Appreciate you guys. God bless. Hopefully that uh, translated well and have a beautiful day. Enjoy your new years. And my goal, just to state real quick, I know I could be a little harsh sometimes, but I really, I, I hate seeing, and I have to say this because I, I, I think it's implied, but maybe not. I like MAGA. I like the Republican Party. I like conservatives. I'm embarrassed that we're being humiliated and nobody wants to talk about it. Like it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, Trump shouldn't have built the FBI building. He'll have to learn he doesn't have to. What are you talking about? He does, like it, it's okay if you disagree with him. It's cool, but like stop acting like it matters. Trump knows he can do and say anything, and no one cares. Like let's just be honest about it. Like he's done way worse than that. He put Fauci on a television for five months. He said his vaccine's the greatest human achievement in modern history. He's, he still to this day lies about it, and no one does a damn thing. So let's just be honest about it. No one's no nothing's going to happen. He's just going to keep doing it. That's my point. Is like I'm just annoyed with the outrage loop of like, I can't believe it. Why can't you believe it? What would be shocking to me is if I woke up one day and everybody actually did their job. I would be shocked if I woke up and conservative media did journalism instead of like circle jerk fake interviews to make their base look stupid. Like it's, it's making me upset that so many people are taking advantage of conservatives, but at the same time, I don't think that conservatives are a victim. So I know I'm coming across a little rude and a little harsh, but I know that Republicans are strong and I know that conservatives are strong and I know that they can handle it. They're not uh, snowflakes in some stages. So I'm just being raw with you. It's like the thing that a lot of people don't want to hear, but it's like you're being mocked. You're being humiliated. You're being lied to. And if you can't figure it out, they're going to keep doing it. As much as I could point the finger at all these people and be like, why wouldn't they put Ted Cruz on a stage? The donors like it. Ted Cruz gets applauded, you know, like you can't just sit, we can't just sit there and say, oh, Charlie Kirk's so bad. He's whatever. It, it's the people's fault. You know, we have to take accountability and I'm just a little disappointed in some ways. And in some ways, I think there's been a lot of strides every year. People figure certain stuff out and maybe some things are not supposed to be figured out. You know, maybe people are just going to go on loop for the next 20, 30, 40 years and everybody's not going to figure stuff out. And then it comes down to, all right, well, if people can't figure this out, then what do we do? You know, it's like if they're going to lock the country down and you can't stop it, you could be prepared and aware and, and safe and, and try to be healthy. And that's all you can do. So it's like, you know, sometimes you can't change what's happening. Sometimes you can't fix the party. Sometimes it's human nature to just get scammed or something. I don't know. Maybe like most people, that's what they want. I don't, I, I hope not, but you know, it's like, I don't want to just like yell and fight with people. I'd rather build and heal with the people who want to do it. Cause it's like when the, when the country locks down, it's like, all right, well that's happening. So what can we do? Get food, not, not get fat, you know, try to work out and not believe this idea that staying in a small room for three years is healthy for like, you know, there's only so much you could do, but sometimes that is the solution. It's not like arguing with people on loop all the time. It's doing little things in your own life to just be a little happier or better. Uh, you know, and if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. But I do hope I'm not, I'm not fully giving up, but like the conservative movement, the MAGA movement, the Christian movement, like this is what people need to hear that nobody's telling you. People have gotten too comfortable playing the victim under Trump. I know that they did him dirty. 
I know that, you know, they're, they're unethical and the left is insane, but he also threw a thousand interceptions. And quite frankly, I don't even know if they're interceptions because he seems pretty proud of them. And I don't even think he is who anybody thinks he is. And it seems pretty clear. But with that being said, you got to just stop thinking like, oh, I'm the victim because I'm losing my state. Oh, I'm the victim because Trump, like we're not victims, Christian, white, conservative, Latino, whatever. I don't care what you are. It's just like now the Republican party, after telling people they're not victims, the whole thing's victim. Oh, I disagreed with Trump a month ago, but now I'm going to pretend like I don't disagree with him for two years because of the Alvin Bragg arrest. And they took him off this ballot and take him out. These are all like distractions to stop people from self-accountability in their own party that it's above it because he's being persecuted. It's like victim mentality seeping into the Republican party where everybody feels so bad for themselves. I'm Christian. I'm conservative part Hispanic, mostly white. But in general, it's like, I'm not a victim because of my whiteness and people thinking certain things. I'm not a victim because of my Christianity. And I'm not a victim because of my conservatism. Like we're not victims. This country's getting what it sadly deserves because it's screwing up in so many ways. And when 90% of your party is actively selling you out to a foreign country and working against you, that's what you're going to get. And when someone brings it up and points it out and you join the side of that, of those people, it's like, but then you cry when something happens a week ago, like it doesn't make any sense. Like it's, you know, this things don't randomly happen. Like a, a strong country doesn't just get completely conquered this way. Yes, the left is failing us, but also we had four years from 2016 to 2020, perhaps at the most clutch time to push back against the establishment. He hired a hundred percent of the swamp. He took donor money. He took corporate money. He hired the pharmaceutical swamp. He took meetings with Bill Gates and did what he said through executive order before the pandemic. He hired a pharmacy lobbyist executive to run HHS to declare the emergency. And then he printed more money than Karl Marx on steroids. And then his pardon list was insane. It's like, we're not the victim. Our party is working. They failed us and they're going to fail us again if people can't even point it out. It's that simple. So it's like, we're not these perpetual, we had no, because we had the Senate, the House and the presidency for two years. And a lot of us made the mistake. I'll admit that I did. Um, I was patient because I was under the perception and, and maybe this was me being too um, naive. I could admit in hindsight, I thought patience was necessary that Trump needed a long time to do everything. And I thought that he would really crush it in the last year. And since they came after him so hard, I thought that in the last couple of weeks, he'd at least like go crazy and do a lot of cool stuff. He didn't do any of those things. And you're looking at the Javier Mali guy in Argentina. I think he's a phony and a puppet, and I think he's going to disappoint. However, this is also true in my view. He did more in three days than Trump did in four years. If you look at some of the actual domestic policy, I think he sold his country out to America and our allies. But at the same time, and he imploded the economies. I mean, so far, the, their currency is like two to one down on America. So now's a good time to go to Argentina and be rich if you have the US petrodollar. But anyway he actually did a lot of libertarian conservative policies that are pretty ballsy. Like he did more in two days than Trump did in four years. So I thought when Trump got in, I'm just going to ignore all the stuff that's going on and give him a chance because, you know, he deserves four years and I don't want to just pile on with the media. But then in hindsight, I realized like he was just kind of bullshitting. Like, you know, he wasn't, he doesn't really care that much. Like just listen to him in interviews. Like, yeah, he want, I think if he gets in, he has to do more on day one. Like Trump will look like an idiot if he doesn't just crush on day one. But if he crushes on day one, when he gets in and does like five things that really change everything, 
that'll prove that he probably could have done that the first time just didn't want to be mean or you know that's like the whole thing like i didn't want the left to hate me even though they already do and i didn't want to deport too many people like his his deputy uh whatever it is so what is it department of homeland security he said that trump was calling off deportations like it was not just other rhinos it's it's trump like a lot of times it's not all the people it's him he hires the people because that's who he is. Name three people he hired that weren't complete shills. Look at every position. FBI, CIA, HHS, FDA, Homeland Security, uh, Secretary of State. You know, he hired the, pharmaceutical, the swamp for every position. That's a, it's a long story short. I thought it would just be better to like let him just do his thing for four years, not really criticize too much and just like see what he does. Now I realize that's probably one of the reasons that he didn't do that much is because the whole left-right paradigm allows this narrative to turn him into the victim. Like I believe that Trump was the victim. In some ways he still kind of is, but it's like, oh, they're doing this to him. So when the left does that to Trump, what do you do? You ignore that he's taking hundreds of millions of dollars from donors, even though he said he wouldn't. You ignore everybody he's hiring. You ignore the fact that he wants to rebuild the FBI building because his friends might get the contract. Like you ignore the fact that he hired the pharmaceutical lobby. You ignore that he turned his back on what he believed. Like you ignore those things because he's the victim and they're persecuting him. So you want to elevate him and defend him against these unrighteous attacks. And that to me is the false paradigm. Like I think they're doing it purposely because it creates this theater that never fixes anything. Like four years of Trump and he didn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't do shit. Literally, he probably destroyed the country worse than a lot of some Democrats because of all the COVID stuff that he had. He was completely powerless. of. So it's like, why should I think he's going to fix everything when he was there the first time and didn't? And the reason that he doesn't do that much is because the left controls the false theater. The left turns him into the victim. You defend against him. You don't pay attention to anything he's doing. You get mad when people point it out. And then no matter what he does, you make an excuse for it because you're caught in this like Tim Pool drama theater that doesn't even matter. I'm not blaming Tim. He doesn't like created or anything, but you know, to me, that's what's going on. So people got to like snap out of that paradigm in order to see it for what it really is and then push back a little bit. To me, that's the only way it's going to work when he wins the nominee, which he probably will. I mean, I'd be shocked if he did it, but, um, you know, maybe DeSantis could pull off an upset or something. Vivek's not doing anything, but you know, he's, he's talking a lot and he's going to funnel his votes into Trump. That's something I want to talk about in more next time. Cause I have like two theories, like one, Maybe Vivek really is going to do all this stuff. I hope he does. But I've already seen this with Bernie. I'm not saying this is for sure, but Bernie was like, I'm the outsider, right? So he gets all these people that are tired of the Democrats and the Republicans. And he's like, I'm outside the establishment. I'm an independent. I don't like Hillary or Trump. And he funnels in the millions of people. And then as soon as the primary is over, he funnels them right into Hillary Clinton. And is like, here, you take the votes. It's like, I thought this was a political revolution it is my words say political revolution, but my actions shove you back into the establishment. I'm not saying that's who Vivek is, but it's eerily similar where he's just like copy pasting everything. Everyone wants to say everything that Trump never said, everything that Trump won't do, everything that Trump just doesn't have the brain or intelligence or integrity to do, or I don't know what it is. Like he, Trump's just like constantly just like, he's the Chris no, 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 no. Chris Sununu said, my hair looks bad. Oh, bird brain. Like, he's just like a clown. And like Vivek is saying all the things that everyone's hungry for. Libertarians like him, conservatives like Like he basically Vivek is filtering all the people that are off the Trump train and off the establishment train, realizing the Republican Party under Trump wasn't any different. 
he's he's saying all the things and doing all the things that Trump won't do. And then as soon as the primary is over, his main role is Vivek is just going to funnel you right into Trump. Like, and I'm not saying you shouldn't vote for Trump over. I'm voting. I'm going to vote for Trump over Biden just because of the border. I don't think Trump will do anything. I think he's a sellout. I, I think he's going to disappoint. But I mean, I can't vote for Biden. The dude's got the border wide open. I mean, the country's going to be a, sh a shell in like five years. I mean, this I got to live in this country. I mean, I think so. You know, the, Biden sucks. I'm not voting for him. I'll vote for Trump. But at the same time, that's what like Vivek is doing. He's like, here's all the things that Trump won't say or do. Oh, we're going to make a revolution. The FBI is going to be disbanded. Yeah, Here, go to Trump, who's not going to do any of those things and literally doesn't even try. It's like, it's, a, it's like he's like the Bernie of the right now. That's just like funneling everybody back. But maybe he really means what he says. Maybe he's playing chess and he's going to, you know, use his leverage to to move Trump. I'm not really sure. But uh, these are just things I, I'm going to probably do a more in-depth uh, talk about that. But, you know, time will tell all. Trump had four years. Hopefully he gets another chance to, you know, shock me. But uh, Vivek's never really been in politics. So it's really all speculation at this point until he gets a job and actually has the power to do something all signs point towards he might but uh you know i just see i notice the similarities where it's like as soon as as soon as people start waking up and like getting off the establishment train there's people in the left or right to like throw you right back into the mix so we'll see if that happens or not appreciate you guys i'm gonna do a shorter one i just haven't talked in a week so this was uh interesting appreciate y'all Dreamer podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple, and thanks to everybody pre-ordering pre my new song. I'm exhausted. I've been on a plane all day. I barely slept, but hopefully that came out good. God bless. I'm out. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping this show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser, stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed